Okay. Testies. That was better. At least you two were together that time for me. That's good completely luck, completely off for me. But uh... we'll we'll fix it in post. And speaking of fixing things, good evening, everyone, and welcome back to Potosaurus. I almost called it Retrosaurus. Could have left that out, but it didn't. And I'm your host today, Lou. And joining me, we have Timber. Surprisingly, hello. It is a pleasure to be here today. Too much, too much. Just knock it down about twenty percent. <laughs> and Ken, hello. Yeah, you have like two people who are like just like fine with most things. You're like, oh, it's a great day to be here. <laughs> Thanks for having us. Get you're, you have way the too much energy. The sun is shining. Except it's nine. No, it's ten p.m. <laughs> the sun is shining here too, Timber. <laughs> and I'm just. I'm just here. Yeah, it's unnatural. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Situation is getting bleak. I mean, you live in Michigan, so of course you just said eight months out of the year is winter. So, yeah, yeah, we we make up for it with the the sun landing into Earth for a few months. The sun landing into Earth, we would all be dead. <laughs> I'm okay with that, honestly. I'm running on such little sleep. My girlfriend has been out of town since Tuesday morning at 3.30, which is when I woke up that day. And then I woke up again at 5.30, and every day since then I've woken up at 5.30, because my dog likes to wake up at 5.30 in the morning, and I am a night owl. And this has sucked a lot. So I'm running on very little sleep until Sunday, so I'm not going to get probably any sleep until Sunday to Monday night. Looking forward to that. Can't wait. Sunday, Monday night? Like, like Sunday Sunday to Monday. Like that one. Because, like, Saturday to Sunday, I'm not going to get any sleep. And, like, yeah, it's just, it's going to be an entire week of no sleep. Also, this dog has been incredibly needy because my girlfriend's not here. Like, I pretty much take care of, like, 90% of her existence. So it hasn't been a massive change, but, like, that 10%. That was like my buffer to have like a break from her is non-existent this week. <laughs> and I have not left the house since Monday. <laughs> I have been in the house or in the backyard like all week. Sounds like a dream. Don't have to leave the house or the yard. I mean, it sounds like a dream, but like it's not that I don't have to, but I also can't because I don't have a car. Mm. I don't have anywhere to go. Like, and if I'd want to go somewhere, I'd have to like wrangle the dog, put her in the crate and then like leave. And then I'd have to go out into the summer heat and humidity to walk 
to like the two things nearby and like one's a grocery store and then the other thing is a little further away for a coffee shop but it's like is it really worth it to go get myself a five dollar americano is it worth it i don't know i can just make a coffee here like it's one thing to go out with someone and like hey let's go get brunch or or whatever but alone i'm just like eh. yeah that's, that's a lot of effort I mean, it's it's probably not a good thing, but I'm kind of in the same place where it's like I could go out, but there, I I, I get nothing out of experiencing eating food somewhere solo or drinking something yeah. solo. Or it took me a long time when I was living in Japan to just be okay with the idea of going to get food alone, which I'm sure for a lot of people is not a big deal but for me i'm like well i usually only go with people because that's like a social thing for me and it took me a long time to just be okay with like going to get food but like certain places like i wouldn't go to an izakaya alone because that's just sad (laughs) but i would like go to like mcdonald's alone i would go to like you know one of the fast food places alone and that was fine i do that all the time when i was in japan it was fine going solo it's a little bit easier i think in the cities because they're all geared for that, but in the countryside, they're like, "Oh, where are your other foreigner friends?" I'm like, Ugh. "They all, they all went home. They all went home. A- I'm solo now." It's okay. It's okay. When I go to the movie theaters all the time, when I went to go watch like random love sh- love shows or love dramas, they'll be like, "For one," and then just look at me just quite weirdly and like, "Yeah, for one." Okay, it's bye. like you're going to, you're going to see a. <laughs> do, do you think do people in relationships go see those? Yeah, I guess. Like you're talking about, like it's, like a romance show, or like just like, yeah, like, like like a romance movie, or like those like uh, uh, there was like w- there was a movie called One LDK. I think it had. Um, oh, isn't it, that just the name of like an apartment setup? Yeah, but there's there's it's a it's it's a it's a it's a, it's, a, it's a movie that starred uh, who played uh, Shotaro in Double, uh, and and he was in this like mix up where he was like oh so happened to share a room with this girl due to an apartment mix up and because rules in japan oh you gotta stay there for several months oh my god what's gonna happen oh love blossoms it's like the most corniest like shoujo manga shit i ever read it sounds like that because the situation would be like easily resolved by going to talk to a manager (laughs) yeah i know but oh no, guess like, we're stuck here. Guess we're stuck here. Oh no. Yeah, yeah, no. But uh, and then I'm just like, yeah, it's fine. What? And then there was there's another similar one where it in, instead of double, it was freaking common white writer wizard. But that was an actual drama. That was. Are a you a magician? No, Are, I'm a wizardo. I, I am a wizardo. Yes. That is like my first introduction to wizard. Was that stupid like. The soccer movie. movie, I think it was. <laughs> hey, and, like, I was that, in that fr- movie. Yeah, it's too hard to find you. You kind, <laughs> kind of blend I mean, in a little bit. Oh, yes, all the Asian people blame together. Yes. But, kind of a, uh, still on the topic no, with the like... going to places alone thing. Um, Timber, guys... shut up. We're being vaguely, <laughs> we're being vaguely racist over here. Shut up. Yeah, we're being vaguely racist to each other. It's not like I can pick a photo between the two of you and say, hmm, "My girlfriend can't even." Timber. Sometimes she'll see a picture of Timber, and be like, "Is that you?" I'm like, "No, you know what I look like." 
Don't think. Don't don't accuse me of being Romanian. <laughs> wow. Mich- or Michigandian. That's even worse. I think. Oh, I don't want to be a Michigander. God, mm-hmm. uh, anything but that. Oh, uh, you little Louisianite. No, no, wait. The other thing, Missouri. Saint Louisan. Saint Louisan. Missourian. <laughs> Missouri. That sounds so terrible. <laughs> Missouri. Yeah, you're one of Missouri. I'm sorry, Misha Gander. What are you? A gaggle of geese? Look, I'd rather be geese than misery. I'm. I'm just saying. You wish you were geese. You're not even cool enough to be a goose. You're not I'm even not, cool enough to be a domestic goose. I'm cool enough to be in the goose game. No, you're not. <laughs> I could be the farmer that the goose tortures. <laughs> Uh, I'm just Hawaiian. You're just Learning Hawaiian. more about Timber today. He wants to be a tortured goose. Uh, maybe n- no, no, <laughs> not quite. Uh, now um, I'm gonna go look up Timber Tap for some. It's gonna be a. It's gonna be a. BDSM I don't want that goose. fan art. I don't want the the foie gras <laughs> shit coming okay, out of this. Someone listening. Alchemy Fox, do you hear that? No. Somebody listening to this, other uh, other uh, five of you who are who are here, if one of you draws a BDSM goose that's supposed to be a timber with oh. his current like donut facial hair, I will, I will give you a sub to your channel of choice. <laughs> yeah, you you got like the Homer Simpson facial hair going on right now, briefly for like the past two days. Like, yes. are you e- like are you eastbound and down right now? I don't know. Like, I, <laughs> when I went to your stream the other day, I'm like, where's your beard? And <laughs> I even sent a screenshot and said to Ken, I'm like, what is this? What is this beard? <laughs> It'll be back, Is it just worry. so people can tell us apart more? Because I got, like, a full bushy beard now. You do have a full bushy beard. But I'm like, I, I, don't, I don't know if it's distinct, a pirate, distinct which I guess are both the same. <laughs> I don't know. I could always go for the mustache, really distinguish us. <laughs> you want to look like Tom, Tom Selleck or something? I don't know. To be honest, I've had the beard for like over a decade, so I was just curious what would what would exist if I didn't do mutton chops. <laughs> Muttons? Hmm. Didn't you do muttons when I fir- when you first started? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I had you- friendly mutton chops for a long time, yeah. but I kept them pretty short. Um. But yeah, about going alone so going to places. To do things, <laughs> do, going to alone and doing things. Yes. Um, if you get no, mutton chops, I... you will be doing a lot of things alone. <laughs> 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 Known from experience. I mean, I had them when I was in Japan. I was alone all the time for that. <laughs> yeah. No, but I used to do things alone all the time. And, and like I used to shop alone, used to sh- grocery shop alone. They'd just look at me like, what the fuck are you doing here on a Wednesday at... At 3 p.m. I um well the the thing that I noticed so when I when I was like doing stuff alone in R- Romania recently uh, it's a very different experience from doing stuff alone here like if I'm in yeah. Romania and go into like a bar someone eventually is gonna start talking to me and there's gonna be some kind of interaction. I, that doesn't happen here. Like, if I go someplace alone in the States, so, most people are going to try really hard to ignore my existence. It's nice. It's nice. Timber, I got I to ask something. I, I forgot to ask you this, because uh, when you when you first brought up Romania on your, on your oh, trip yeah. several months back. But when you were there, did you just look like the guys there? Or did you look, like, out of place? 
It depends. So if I was if I was looking at people around my age or younger, I did generally like there were certain things. Like some guys definitely were, you know, more muscle bound or or more mm, like know, short so haircut kind of stuff. Came, when 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 the people came to talk to you at that bar, did they assume that you were just another Romanian person, or did they instantly like they point would you out and be like, "Oh, you're." Uh, American. So they. I'm talk- sure your like mannerisms and a haircut would give you away as American immediately. Mannerisms. And That's a not haircut. a dig. It's just like it's just like American like haircuts yeah. that are popular per country are going to like differ wildly. Hmm. I really am unsure about those two things. If I was really st- sticking out because of my style like mm. that, I do think that once I started talking, they knew immediately because no matter how good my Romanian is, accent? I haven't. I, yeah. So, you have an American accent. I do. I don't know if it's if it's distinguishable as American. It is distinguishable as definitely not Non-native. from around here. Yeah. Do have your parents like ad- like um, have their accents shifted more American or like is that something you can't tell? Uh, there's definitely they definitely struggle more with speaking Romanian. There are just certain words that elude them now because. They haven't spoken mm-hmm. so long. They're been... just like, what do I, how, how do I say this? There was a time in, in one of the bars where I said something wrong. I was like, um, Damaya or, or something like that, which is sort of a really uh, slang way of saying, um, I, I, want the, I want this menu item, but instead it's like, give me that thing. Like, okay. <laughs> and when it's, it came tur- turn for my it's... dad to order, he did what I did and then realized immediately after he's like, why did I do that? I knew that was wrong. Why did I say it exactly <laughs> like you did? <laughs> do you also use slang that you learn from them that is probably like two two or three decades out of date? Uh, I definitely have some outdated things. There are terms like um, um oh my god. There's something my grandfather would say all the time. Um that effectively meant like, oh, you bozo or something like that. And it, when you say it, anybody would would know me. It's like, why are you? It's it's the equivalent of saying, like, that's pretty neato or something, right? Like it's just so out of date compared to what people would Golly say today. Gosh, gee whiz. I mean, I uh, guess that works for you though, because you got more of like. An old man personality. I got, I got anyway. the G Wiz vibe. Yeah. Oh no, you're definitely someone that says "golly." Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> but then the minute like, that I oh, die gosh, in the game, I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, but then the minute I, I get killed in the game, I'm like, fuck. Oh, you definitely say "gosh" though, don't you? I don't say "gosh." I hate the sound of "gosh." Gorsh. Gorsh is funny because that's goofy, but like "gosh" is just. Is it funny or goofy? Pick one. It can't be both. <laughs> God. Uh, I'm trying. Tr- yeah, there, there are certain like filler replacement words that I that I just hate. Like "gosh" bothers me. "Dang," I don't actually like "dang" that much. Um, "Dang" is fine if you're just like "dang," but like dang, obviously darn. using it facetiously. Like if you're using it ironically or facetiously, "dang's fine." But if you're being like 
legitimate about saying like, oh, dang. Like, that's one Dang it. Yeah, like, if you're using of- it in place of saying damn, it just doesn't work the same way. It doesn't roll off the tongue, and it it it, it, it really emphasizes it the nasality of saying the word dang in a way that doesn't happen with damn. I say dang it all the time, though. You go dang nabbit as well. Damn it, Bobby. Dang nabbit. Dang nabbit, Bobby. <laughs> uh, yeah. So this is a gaming podcast. <laughs> no, I mean it. Technically, that's how it started several years back. But like, majority of what we talk about now is just like three old guys <laughs> who like one person just talks about their daughter all the time. I just talk about my dog, and then sometimes you're here. Well, you'll also very frequently just declare me older than you. That's another thing that you we You have a much do. older feel than I do. Yeah, but I feel a much older, older like, mindset. An older, older mind- mindset. Can't timber. I just be, you know, classically timber? Are, are you 30 yet? I'm 31. Okay. So, like, you you definitely are finally near the age that I thought you were when I met you. <laughs> Timber, Timber, I thought you were older than me. Nope. I think I'm the oldest. Yes, you're, like... But I, I feel think... like, like, based on the things I'm into and the way I act, I feel like I at least act at least ten years younger, but look ten years older. <laughs> I'm, I'm the baby of the group here. We should all talk more about Diogenes and philosophy. Let's get. Let's see. It's get when out you use words tomes. like that, you seem even older. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck are you talking about? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just an island hick that don't know no any better. I mean, you are an island hick that doesn't. Know any better. <laughs> yeah. You're so someone who would unironically it. wear wear something that said "beach bum" on it. Yeah. Because <laughs> I find it funny. <laughs> I love that you come from the place where the idea of saying "island hick" is even a thing. Because I I can't actually mentally construct that image. To me, you're a, a, an island guy, and that's like there there isn't like a different kind wait, of island guy. Wait, are you saying that he's an island boy? Is that a thing? <laughs> <laughs> are those guys still around? <laughs> Okay. Wait, what, is, about the- what is the island boy? Not to be confused with the beach boys. You know about the island boys? Look up the island uh, boys. Duo on TikTok. They were. I don't know if they're in or out of jail right now. Oh, their, their song is just like they can't sing. They're just like I'm an island boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ken, you're but gonna have to like- fess up. Are you? Are you part of the famous? Island boys. Yes, yes, I am. And then every single time I'm not here, I'm on my parole. And so I'm recording this at a jail cell. <laughs> there, you happy? I am, absolutely. We there. should definitely collab with Ozone. Yeah, so the, dad? Uh, yeah, yeah, I can I was, I can I was telling up. my girlfriend about that. I was telling my girlfriend about how your dad is the lead singer of Ozone. She's like, really? Go? I'm like, yes. Yes, oh, very <laughs> much so. I did I don't actually know if learn he knows that there. he is, but he is. I think I mentioned like when I was there, like yeah, the 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 dad and ozone thing is obviously a a meme, but 
a lot of the people I ended up meeting who were like former friends from Romania all were for some reason or another in music, in bands, and doing that as like at least part-time gigs, if not full careers. So I was like, okay. So someone in there actually does perform with some classic known band in Romania. Um, that Next is not time you Ozone. go, you have to actually meet Ozone. And they just take a picture. Like everyone even alive. I don't even like that. That would be like you have to like go and dig up their grave. (laughs) Dig up their grave and look at their bones. All right, they're a Euro dance group, and they were active until their reunion in 2019. Technically, they stopped in 2005. You know, looking at them, these guys were basically just the Romanian Backstreet Boys. <laughs> but we have some things to discuss. Do we? Are you in charge now? I don't remember <laughs> giving the go-ahead for you to to move us along. I we mean, about the ozone again. I mean, we can keep talking about ozone. I can got. I'll, I'll no, keep, no, that's uh, fine. I don't want to talk about ozone. Dago Sidinte is a really good song by them. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> if you're familiar uh, with how that one goes, it's got like the, it's got a part where it goes like Maya He, and there's another part later on, after a suspenseful pause, you get Maya Ho. Are you a ho? Well, no, because after that it goes Maya He. Um, and then it, it rounds it all out with the extreme. Timber, we, Timber, we, Timber, we got other things to talk about. We were trying to move on. I don't know why you're doing this. <laughs> Timber, Timber, before, before we move on, where the fuck is the new intro for this damn podcast? I'm sorry. It's hard to do ska. Ska's hard. Also, is it, though? I, also, somebody recently told me that it's not ska if there isn't brass, and that makes it harder. Thoughts? Ska what? On Zoom. What? Say that one more time. Sorry, I zoned out for a second. What did you just say? <laughs> that it's not ska if it doesn't have brass. You can have ska without horns. It's just weird. Okay, good. I can have a weird ska. But you need but... it. No, but you need to have horns. <laughs> I'm See, requiring the, the horns part of, part of it. It's going to be pretty duty. I'm just saying, like that's it's going to be a very duty horn section. Look, look, look! I love the band Real Big Fish, and I like the band No Effects. <laughs> Do you think my bar for quality is very high? One of the most popular songs by Real Big Fish is just them singing about drinking a beer, and another popular song by No Effects is them talking about how the main their lead singer Fat Mike was high and creeped out Sarah from Tegan and Sarah. But maybe it was Tegan. Who knows? He was really high. I don't have a high bar for po- skunk, ska and punk music. I don't. If you have a high bar for that, you're not li- enjoying the genre correctly. You don't. They don't need to be quality. They All just right, need point. to be of a quality. Point taken. We will see if it comes out probably fusion of some kind. Uh, that's generally what happens with my songs anyway. It starts as an intentional genre and then becomes... Something else after having to make some compromises. So <laughs> we'll see what comes out. Mm-hmm. 
All right, so I guess this is a video game podcast, like Timber said. What have you guys been doing? I can go first, but if um, what is the least painful way to get through this? Timber, why don't you go first? Okay. So, <laughs> All right, I'll be right back. I'm gonna make a. I'm gonna make a cup of tea. <laughs> so, um, first of all, uh, a quick update about some of the things I played. I played Lunar. Uh, played a little bit further in it, and I got traditional jrpg to death in uh one of the i would say the second real dungeon where you have to go into a sewer um and in that sewer it was really long i i managed to fight my way through most of the enemies because it put me down these narrow corridors so even though there's a avoid fights mechanic there was really no way of avoiding the fights so fought my way past like snakes that looked like frogs and they were like called gorge snakes or something Got to some wispy guys, nearly ran out of of mana on my healer, had like half health and forgot to equip one of my dudes with anything. So he was just running around with a, a trash can for a shield and a sheet cloth for his clothing. And we finally made it to the last chamber where... I've gotten so used to traditions that happen with JRPGs, even just like from a decade ago, where you have periodic save points that you go to. Like, okay, I not having autosaves is one thing, but because there aren't save points, because I have to open a save menu and deliberately make a save, if I do not remember to do that, um, this game does not care, does not pull punches, does not warn me. And it threw me right into a room with a boss that it gave me no really advanced warning was going to be there. They started talking at me. I was going, okay, we're going to have a cutscene, and then I'm going to have a brief pause to open up my menus and get ready for this, right? No, throws me right into a fight with a water dragon where I suddenly had to, like, be ready. Even though my mana on my caster was zero, my party was at mostly half health from having just gone through the world's longest ass sewer dungeon and to make things worse all of my items were put in the bag so i had nothing actually equipped on my characters to do anything about my mana being low or my health being low so i just had to eat the loss there died and basically redid the entire dungeon over again um that time being a lot more careful about equipping my characters going, buying equipment at all the shops, making sure that everybody had everything that they needed to do, just so that after I beat the boss, I could then go through a cutscene and discover that one of my mainline characters, who I just finished spending 6,000 gold on to equip them properly, was going to be leaving my party forever. Was it the guy that Null kept making fun of the whole time? Oh yeah, the fat guy. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah. Yeah, that because I was complaining about him, and someone's like, he leaves after like the first six hours. I'm like, well, those were a very painful six hours. <laughs> so. I really didn't mind. I don't know. Like, it definitely has some juvenile hot humor moments, but I do feel like the humor hits more than it doesn't. It just mm. it it is unfortunately a mixed bag, and you have to have a high tolerance for when they take a stab that doesn't quite land. Um, I yeah I I found the I found it to be incredibly grating, but like um, B told me she's like it's it stops being like it it stops being like that and ter- gets very horny. Like I think <laughs> I don't know if there's like a 
I don't know, like, if it, like, if that game takes place over some years or something. But I, I'm like, I can't get, I can't, I can't deal with it. I couldn't deal with it. I couldn't deal with it. Is the fact that it gets horny being pitched here is a good thing? Or is that, like... I think oh. it just is, that is what it is. I think it might be kind of one of those coming-of-age kind of stories. So, like, coming-of-age with a young boy, turn, like, young boy or teenager getting older. So I think it's just, it's not, like, a positive or negative. It just is what it is. Like, that time period had a lot of those. Like, even, like, the first Grandia game is kind of like a a um, coming-of-age story. I don't know if it got as horny as Lunar did. But um, remind me when you beat the game, though. Because when B streamed it, the final cutscene um, absolutely freaked out. Oh, and no. just kept chopping and replacing. <laughs> like, you know, you know how YouTube poops would, like go like like zoom in on someone going like oh and then it would go to the next scene and play music but then it would c- keep cutting back to the guy going oh, or something like that like it, it basically looks like a youtube poop because of how the game just like screwed up at the end oh no it is really funny <laughs> I, I yeah hopefully well i don't know i don't know if it's like a rom thing or not uh, i'm hoping that mine doesn't corrupt horribly Yours should be fine th- th- this was like a scratch disc issue uh, okay all right oh wait you're not playing on original hardware timber I don't. Uh, I would. Lunar is expensive. I think. I have lunar. Oh. I mean, hey, Tim, which version you playing? You, you should trade him that one game that Lou's been looking for for lunar. Give me haunting ground, you piece of shit. <laughs> you don't even need it. You don't need lunar. I'll trade you lunar for haunting ground. Why don't you just give me Lunar? Why don't you just give me Haunting Ground? Exactly. <laughs> Here, how about we just how about we just give the, uh, the game to each other and it not be a trade? It just be unrelated circumstances happening at the same time. Yes, we we both just happen to gift each other these things for free at the same time. I will send you my address tonight. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I am attached to Haunting Ground. Is the problem? No, you're not. You forgot you had it. I didn't forget I had it. When, when did you get that idea? You don't even have a PS2. I do. That is the one piece of actual legit heart. Well, I also have an N64. It's just I can't record an N64. And yeah, you can. The PS2... I Wait, can't why record can, Why can you not record an N64? I would have to get like an adapter because it's on composite cables. Why did you say it like the problem was I was sitting there going, is it component or composite? So like that that pause was me trying to parse what kind of cable this was. <coughs> uh, sorry for coughing in the mic, but the uh Well Timber I don't well, think Timber, anyone needs to apologize for anything right now. <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway. Okay. Just, um, just just move past it. Yeah, so Lunar gets horny. Um, and then I know something else that's pretty horny. <laughs> yep, you're gonna have to put an E on this episode. <laughs> I've earned when, it. When's the last time that we didn't have an E on an episode? I don't always mark it because sometimes it's really not that big of a deal. But like that is more of a big deal. <laughs> it's more of like, <laughs> um, besides, like no one checks it, but it's mostly just to be nice. Right. Besides Lunar, I also played two different things. Um, one of them 
I'll start with because I don't really have a lot to say about it was Dragon Quest Eleven. Is that the one you played, Kill, or did you play an older one than Eleven? I played Eleven on 3DS. Hmm. Didn't it? Or it's a it? game. Wait, what did? It, no, no, no. Eleven came out on Dragon Quest Eleven came out on PS5 and PS4. So it was PS4 and in 3DS when it came out in Japan. Oh, we never got okay. an English version of the 3DS. But the 3DS version had chibi models and 2D. That's the only version you could get the 2D modes. I don't know if you can get the 2D modes now on other consoles, but initially that was like locked to Nintendo. It's actually and then they released Then they released Dragon Quest 11, the normal one here in the states and added voice acting to it. And then the Switch got 11s with voice acting in japanese this time as well plus some extra content and then that got ported to everything else it's confusing yeah also i thought it was actually pretty novel that it had like the ability to toggle 2d and 3d whenever you wanted you can just be like i'll play the it's it was an anniversary game that's why, like, they were, like, going, like, that's why that game's, like, full-on nostalgia bait. Like, it even, you can switch to the soundtrack for Dragon Quest Eight if you want. Like, hmm. it's, it that that is, like, the most, like, even though Dragon Quest is always nostalgia bait, that one was, like, intentionally supposed to be the most. Like, that's yeah. why the story is also kind of, like, basic, even more so than usual. I actually, like, you're, um... you're the you're the chosen one from, yeah. <laughs> you're just chosen man i uh I, mm. I thought what was really interesting about the game was just how playing through it i was just like okay i wonder what the next plot beat is gonna be and it would get there and i'd go oh it's it's doing it's doing the dragon quest 5 thing again okay it's, do, it's not like not dragon quest 5 is what you're supposed to say sorry you're supposed to say it's giving and then you say the thing afterwards you say it's giving dragon quest 5 what? Why? Do you it, not know about its giving? I I don't. I I'm lost. <laughs> See, this is why you're older than me. I don't talk. I don't talk tick, man. No, that's just, this is just like Gen Z lingo, bruh. Oh my god, the Gen Zers are are here. Um, they ha- they're not that much older or that much younger than us. I know. I think technically you're a cusper anyway. I think. I think technically Alchemy Fox counts as Gen Z, possibly. How old is she? Uh, 28? Somewhere in that Yeah, she's Gen Z. Yeah. She might be a cusper, though. Wait, you said somewhere that you do not know how old she is? Uh, it's close to her birthday, and I couldn't remember what end of it she was. I'm going to send this episode to her. (laughs) Don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she might hear the thing that Ken played. (laughs) <laughs> um well but, do you timber do you <laughs> but look it's uh it, it it did the the dragon quest 5 thing where like they kind of they bait the starting village being okay uh, hold on this is kind of spoilers but um they bait the they bait the starting spoilers village being for dragon okay. quest 11 starting now if anyone cares but then the village is all actually destroyed, and it's sad, and, like, everyone that was living there is gone, so the characters you grew attached to for, like, the first hour, which were a love interest and the the stand-in mom and pop, were dead and gone. 
Except, of course, for the priest who's like, it sure is a shame that they destroyed everything, but they had the decency not to destroy the church so you can still save in this town. If I was the person who destroyed that town, that building would have been the first to go. Just saying. Uh, it did also feel a little bit That's... arbitrary. The, <laughs> you know, the the way that the the villains were just like, yeah, you know what? Since you're the chosen one, fuck you. <laughs> that was pretty much all I got from their motivations within the first opening I mean, Dragon Quest, like it's it's it, there's not a lot of depth to Dragon Quest. It's just supposed to be cozy, right? The interesting thing is that this is touted as the second best story in the series. Like, 5 is considered the best, and 11 is considered, like, the next best. And then there's 8. Right oh, yeah, I always that. hear, like, I always hear 8 and 7. Like, it, some people really love 7, but, like, that game also takes, like, 100 hours to finish. That, Because, yeah. like, the game slow, opens up so slowly. Like, I really want to play it at some point, but, like, even the remake, it sped things up, and it still takes forever to get to the, like, the... The rest of the battle, like you're doing the basic ass battle system for like 30 hours. And then you're just like, how about some job classes? And those aren't the only ones you get. You get a lot of the late, the good job classes very late in the game. One yeah. day I'll play it. Yeah. Dragon Quest Eleven also doesn't have the monster taming. So I'm like, okay, so the mechanics are going to be a lot simpler than what I did in five. It already has been. It's also just been really easy. Like I... Mm-hmm. I can skip 90% of the fights and being underleveled really doesn't matter in that game the way that it did in 5. So uh, I'll see how it goes. Like so far it hasn't done anything to wow me but it it does have really good music. It does have really good visuals especially on the PS5 version in 3D. So I'll just I'll give it a little bit more sh- of a, I, I'll, I think I'll enjoy it. I just don't know if it'll floor me the way that uh, 5 did. Yep. You'll probably just enjoy it for what it is. A lot of people told me the you're playing the S version, correct? I believe so, since that's the version that's free on PlayStation Plus. Okay. Yeah, I think they took down the old version, so I didn't know if you had gotten like a physical. Um, a lot of people said the all the extra content they had in the S version is kind of too much. Like it's it, they had one of the situations where like the extra stuff was too much content to get through. So like, don't feel bad about skipping some of the stuff if you're like overwhelmed because like a lot of it like i think every character got like their own like sub scenario or something and it's just overwhelming like an overwhelming amount of content but it was supposed to be like to make it worth people's time to rebuy the game uh kind of like persona 5 royal yeah although that that whole last semester i only ever hear bad things about it um Fuck Persona 5 Royal. I hated the third semester. It fucking doesn't matter. Oh, oh, it's all in their fucking heads. Spoilers for Persona 5 Royal. It's all in their fucking heads. Who gives a shit? It doesn't progress the story at fucking all. Oh, yeah. I love Zumide. She's my waifu, and I only care about the third semester, so I can wipe for her. No, fuck that. I had to that. turn down my fuck headphones Persona because it was picking Royal. them up. <laughs> so it sounds like you didn't like the ending of persona 5 royal it just doesn't matter because it's it literally is like oh yeah no i altered the fate of reality and this 
and if you beat me, then reality comes back to normal, and then you get the regular Persona 5 ending. So, you invest literally 20, 20 to 30 hours off of something that just, at the end of the day, doesn't make your character any better than what he, they were at the original vanilla ending for Persona 5. Well, they had to make it so it could still work together with uh, <clears throat> with Strikers and then Tactica, so... It doesn't matter because they never mention Mide at all or what happened to Akechi. And your your guy knows. Your, your guy knows what happens. Mm-hmm. So, it, it doesn't make any sense at all. So, like, they don't even mention her after Strikers. They don't mention her in Tactica. So. Who gives a fuck? <clears throat> so, it's... Yeah. Playing, so I shouldn't buy Royal, Denver? and I should just do the, the one that I have for free. No, because the 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 quality of life changes that Royal does is makes it a better game. Plus, they cut down on what is probably the worst dungeon in that game. It's still pretty bad, but it Futabas? it fixes a lot of th- not Futabas. It's the one after Futabas. Oh, I stopped at Futabas because it was awful. <laughs> Futaba's, Futaba's one is bad, but there's one, like, literally, it takes you four days to do it. And there is one part of of the area where it's a legit maze, and if you mess one part up, then you're kinda, you kind of have to start restart everything all over again, just so that you can get your bearings right. So. I did have one other game I played which was um, getting to the final chapter of Detroit Become Human. Um, Beep boop bop boop! Beep boop bop boop. The funny thing with this game, uh, I don't know if I mentioned it the last time I talked about Detroit. There's a lot of funny things with that game, (laughs) Tim. I can't believe... uh, Like, I don't know how most people play this game, but I can't... I, I can't handle not doing the quote-unquote correct path in that game like i obsessed over making sure that whatever i was doing was gonna get me the plot beats that were intended so i could experience the quality of the story at what a maximum quality No, but but timber but timber but timber all the endings for the most part is a okay ending well, I mean, there's one where you just kill everyone, but <laughs> but for the most part, as long as you get everyone else out alive at the end, it's it's an all right ending. I mean, my under- that's the fun part. That's the fun part of these these types of games is ah eh, fuck it, you, you fucked up or you you went down a way that you don't think that you think that is the right way or what you thought was the right way ended up being the morally corrupt way. (laughs) Um, I don't know. I think the problem is that there's definitely, when you go off the rail, you start putting yourself in situations where you start creating logic problems or plot holes that weren't really considered. Uh, What parts... Might I ask if it's a if it has to do with Connor? Did wait? Did you finish? Did you finished it? I uh, so I haven't crossed the border into Canada yet, but that's the only thing I haven't done. Okay, okay, okay. But 
were you think were you specifically debating about Marcus's choice or Connor's choice? Uh, the big thing was with Connor, um, mostly having to do with stuff involving like what he was able to remember in that one. How, how, can I put a spoiler thing just so I can be upfront <laughs> about what happened, or should I? Well, well, I don't care. Like, well, yeah. I don't, and I don't think Lou is gonna play the game. I'm not gonna so. play that. No, it's a quantic game. I'm not playing that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's a quantic so. game, so he's not gonna play. Yeah. So in the scene where he's like confronting a version of himself that's tasked with hunting him down, while he's trying mm-hmm. to deviant up all of the remaining Connors, um, there's a section where it's like, "Hey, uh, do you?" You know, what do you remember about me? How can you, how can we prove which one's the real one to Hank, right? And yeah, they they explain explicitly that the um, that the 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 robot boy, um, the bad one, has the same memories as you. So, mm-hmm. wait, did you die at all as Connor throughout the story? Um. I did once, um, right before this scene. Yeah. Okay. So, so that that's that's probably why. If if for the most part, if you died at any point in time with as Connor, that it's a little bit harder to connect with Hank uh, at that p- particular part. If you don't die as Connor, then it's it's a much more easier get to for for Hank to be like, yeah, I trust you because you know. You haven't been showing me that you died. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think there was like four or five. There's four or five times where you can die as Connor, and especially twice in front of Hank, or one that Hank, if you piss Hank off enough, that he does himself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I uh, I think there was also one part that was a little bit confusing where Connor just knew about. like he went down into the the investigation room and he's like, "Gotta find." For some reason, the, the word in my brain is Jehovah's. That's not the name of their super secret hideout, but there's their super secret hideout name, and <laughs> the Jehovah's Witnesses. Uh, it, it and for some reason, like I was thinking, I was like, I don't think he ever knew the name of that hideout. Like there was never any point in the plot, at least in what I played, that actually told him... Oh, so you never, fu- you never found the clues? <laughs> I guess not, So, but he still knew about it, so that's the yeah. thing. Like there, When when you have these these branches, you start hitting these, these holes where it's like the developer wanted or expected you to have certain things when they wrote these parts, and the fact that there was a branch they hadn't considered means that objectively that's kind of a worse narrative for you because it wasn't it wasn't an intended experience and it starts making the story make less sense yeah it's because you never played the game right (laughs) well then then that's when you get the guide and you make sure to play it right but is, is that compromising the experience is that defeating the purpose of having branching paths in a narrative if you're gonna just play the one narrative anyway no like i mean for me like when I play these games, I check everything anyway. While I might not know what what the hell the end part it would be, 
the the fact is there's that bar that says a hundred percent when you do all these things it it irks me to go out and be like okay i'm gonna pick this this stupid thing up hmm, nothing pertinent to the case it's kind of like the way i play these particular type of games and the other three bobos that i know play these games <laughs> that are my friends also play the way this, the same style where they pick up every little freaking thing. Hmm. I will probably replay it and do a more like authentic playthrough of like, okay, if I'm just role playing here, what would I actually pick and see where I end up with it after that? But my first playthrough, I really wanted to make sure I saw the intended story just in case I somehow, you know, screwed it up beyond reason that I couldn't even interpret what the story was going to be by Wait. the end. What, what what do you think is the intended story though? Then I I, I want to hear what you think was the intended I story. I think the intended because even though even though like for me the I fucked up on Kara's part. Um, I know that I got I got the second best ending for Kara's part. But even though I could understand, I'm like, oh okay, well then that means the be- the the ending that should have happened what should have been her well. Well, for her to go to to Canada and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean but they they kind of there, there's several the, the, there's several other endings where Kara doesn't even do that part where they're on the boat. <laughs> that that's interesting. Yeah, I I did the the part I did did have the there, boat. It was um a really <laughs> dumb plot twist that kind of made the Kara line a little bit uh, silly, but um oh. That 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 the child was actually the robot the entire time. Yeah, and it's like, why? <laughs> why does this need to happen? Because, no, because of the fact that he's an abusive father. That yeah, yeah, it, it, someone to be there humanizes it, him a little, it, I guess. It, it humanizes him that he wanted someone to be there because he fucked up his life so badly that he made his wife and kid go away. Right. So I did get that, but. But the fact that he's still pretty abusive to both the robots is fucking funny. Yeah, he he didn't really redeem himself. Uh, he just decided that property doesn't matter. Um, the the story that I thought was it was trying to tell was definitely like a a slavery is bad kind of thing, and like ultimately they went for like Martin Luther King style peaceful revolution with Kara and them successfully getting across the border that's at least what i perceive it, it to be is the funny good. about that game because they also like to pretend like it wasn't about race as well they're like no it's yeah. about robots it's like it's very obviously about it's very yeah. obviously it's, a it's, it's a pretty obvious about race and not even race but um the class classism as well yeah <laughs> like there's very obvious parallels we're like no no it's about robots it's about robots no we promise the robots are made of plastic, and and they're they've they've gained their sentience. It's 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 different. Um, how are you enjoying the uh, the dentist over there? By the way, Ken. Yeah, I was wondering what was going on. <laughs> Either someone was blending something, or someone didn't read the 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 power rating or the sound rating on the toy they bought. Oh, uh, sorry. I've been having my earphones on, audit, like, <laughs> on, uh, what is it? 
noise canceling was, I didn't even notice that. Apparently, I guess my neighbor is cutting their branches or the bushes. <laughs> it's between. It's always that or them mowing your lawn that's happening. Oh man. Well, hopefully it doesn't ruin your your editing night. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So I don't know. It, it's interesting for for me. It, it's maddening knowing that there's like kind of an like objectively good ending that I can potentially get and potentially not get it because like I I didn't have the reflexes to complete one of the lightning quick moves that they make you do all the time in that game. I like the gameplay of doing those. I just don't like the consequence of failing it. It's it's a it's it's fun getting the random endings that you don't think should be getting that or you shouldn't you shouldn't complete it. You shouldn't do it, a, a second run where you're doing the 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 so-called steps to get a perfect ending. I don't I don't believe that. That's why I've never replayed any of the other games of like the Quarry or Until Dawn. I've never replayed them because I believe that the ending that I got, even if it's fucked up, is the ending I believe should have gotten. Sometimes a happy ending is not actually the best ending. Well, I guess that's fair. That's where you're going with that. Uh, I I plan on doing a second playthrough for this one where I play it the proper the proper way. I'm looking the, forward the to the lore I... videos that Timber puts out after this. The I'll... lore of of Quantic Dream. The lore of Detroit become human. I have been to Detroit, Detroit and I have as seen. You may know is a real. As someone who lives near Detroit, I have a lot to say about Detroit become human. I, I must say, they absolutely nailed the border crossing. I saw it and I was like, I've been there. I know what it's like to be in that shitty line <laughs> to get into Canada. But yeah, so those are my experiences. Uh, hard sci-fi adventure game and two JRPGs. How about you, Ken? Have you been playing much? Or have you been playing Devil May Cry? Uh, so I've been playing... What have I been playing? Well, I just picked up Devil May Cry, so, aka Final Fantasy 16, just now. And right when I was about to do some actual gameplay, I had to do the show. So, <laughs> I, I, as someone that had no idea what what's going on with that game, it's it's pretty fun. I I like the the lore of what I think is the the embodiment of the summons meeting and i'm like trying to guess which summon is which person mm. oh this is final fantasy 16 icons sorry did i ruin it you always ruin everything i'm sorry it took a minute had you played the minute. demo of this at all tim or, or ken no because apparently the demo was the first hour of the game and i was just like no nah, I'm, I'm just gonna wait <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> so I'm just like like uh, Muji. I came over to Mujihi's house one time, and he was just so happy to play it. And I was like, "Okay, I'll see you later. I'll, I ain't gonna watch this right now." He goes, "What? It's the first hour of the game." I go, "Yeah, but I've gone under scrutiny of not even paying attention to any trailers for this game. Like, I barely know what's happening in this game. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. the, all I know is you're going to go up against um, the icons, and it's and you're the main guy is." Ifrit, I guess, and I guess his brother is Phoenix. I'm, I'm not too sure if that's his brother or not. Man, I cannot wait for the collab crossover between Common Rider Ghost and Final Fantasy 16. Yes, I can't wait. I can't wait till we get like 
I can't, I can't wait. Till I get all the icons. I. So you enjoyed the movie of Devil May Cry so far. Me? Yes, because it was fun to watch all the icon people, and, and I think the person is Shiva, and I think the other person is Titan. Oh. But besides that, I was also playing uh, Death Stranding again, and I'm trying to 100% complete it. I just got to Hartman, and that tells you how, how much packages I'm going back and forth, back and forth playing. Oh, God. Because <laughs> before I go on to the next story beat, any, any major, like, person or uh, the, the substations that I meet, I make sure that I five-star it <laughs> beforehand. The only person that I know I won't be able to five-star before until I reach the end of the game is Pizza Man. i say most of them will be hell to do on the way back, because isn't it, like, constantly raining on the way back? Or is that only towards the, uh... The, like, the, the final... The, that's, the final that's the final push, but for me, because either you either have the... D have the the road already 100% done or you have the zipline system so mm -hmm. that's another reason why i've been five starring everything is because i need more i need more bandwidth so i can make all the ziplines <laughs> so once you make the ziplines then just zipping on over is pretty fun but it's well except to when you get to across the sea or to the to the east coast side and then you have to face the the gauntlet for the bosses mm. so i just met hartman like i just met hartman <laughs> and i was just like man i totally forgot your story beat and how you're like oh yeah you died technically while the void out was happening <laughs> sam do you know and why they call me hartman i'm like i, yeah. I got an idea got an idea i got, I got a heart <laughs> Yeah, this is this is my heart. It's actually shaped like a heart shaped heart. Sam, do you know why they call me Buck Butterson? <laughs> I'm about to find out. Yeah. But yeah, no, besides that, uh I mean I've been just playing Pokemon Gold, Heart Gold, so, so, Heart Gold on my phone and Well not done with Heart Gold? Heart gold. gold, heart gold, heart hard hardcore gold. No, that's the other one. That's the one with the fingering timber. Oh, okay, all right. Uh, I didn't realize that you were playing that trailer earlier. For uh... yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah, a trailer. Instead of, <laughs> yeah, instead of uh, Chikorita, it's fingerita. Oh God! Oh, I don't like it. I don't like this. <laughs> instead of Totodile, it's Chododile. <laughs> Oh no! Directly this, to deal I can't, I, I, with you. I can't, I, I, can't, I can't think of one for Cyndaquil. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think you would just make it Cyndaquil, but spell it, spell it with an S I N. There you go. <laughs> Don't forget that E, kids. <laughs> Remind me. <laughs> I don't have to remember that. Should I go? Yes. Are you, are you, you done? can go now. Okay. Well, I I've had mostly I haven't been playing a whole lot offline except for Tears of the Kingdom. Although it's been really hard to get through it because that game is just Breath of the Wild again. Like it is what Breath of the Wild should have been, and it just kind of feels like they finished developing Breath of the Wild to an extent. But like, man, 
that that definitely fleecing people for seventy dollars for that game. That is, if that came out a generation back, that would have been a forty dollars sequel. Like, yeah, there's they did fix a lot of things. Like it's like you have the whole underground area. You got the sky. The sky stuff's not as much as you would think it is. It is not a lot up there. There's some, but most of it's bullshit. But like, it just feels like they finished developing Breath of the Wild, and I'm slowly getting through it because it's still Zelda. At the end of the day, I'll get through it. I'll enjoy it to an extent, but man, it's hard to play it for longer than like an hour at a time because it just I feel like I'm repeating something I've already done multiple times over. Because, like, it's just the shrines again. There's, like, 152 of them now or something. Instead of, like, 120. Um, a lot of the underground area, you, like, you're running around basically in the dark. You're just running around in the dark until you find something to light the area up. A lot of places are just locked off. Like, it... <laughs> and it's, like, hella grindy. All the all the stuff that comes from... Like, it's probably the, still the same feeling I had last time we recorded. It's still, like... If you want to build any of the stuff and use any of the vehicles and actually get anywhere, you don't have enough battery power to do it unless you start grinding for charges for the battery. And every 100 that you find, which just to give perspective, I went and I bought, you have to like change in your, like your ore for charges and then change your your charges in for um, battery power. Every 100 that you have, gives you one third of a battery there are 16 batteries total you can get i currently only have four batteries like thirds like like one full battery and then one other third because it's just grinding is really hard because everything kills you in one hit still because it's just too much you need to do to make the game fun like you still have to go like you know upgrade your armor but that's a whole quest like i found a grand fairy or a great fairy but she doesn't want to talk to me until I go complete another quest unrelated to the fairy quests. And I just feel like they just did a lot to waste people's time in this game, which is unfortunate because I don't feel like my time was wasted in Breath of the Wild as much. Well, you always have the I feel option like to just skip it all. Yeah, but like if you want to do stuff, you want to make it so that like you're not getting one- like all the enemies in the underground are probably going to one shot you. Because not only are they stronger than you are if you don't have any upgrades, they also can do, um, they have a status effect called Gloom. That's like the whole hook for this game. If you walk over, if you, you're attacked by a Gloom-infected enemy, they will start inflicting Gloom on you. You can run over patches of Gloom. And what it does is you lose a heart and then it locks that heart until you find a source of light to purge the, like, the Gloom from your body. So you might be running. Yeah. So you'll be running around. Like I have five hearts because I put all of my, all the, the shrine, um, spirit, like spirit orbs, whatever got, I put that all into stamina just to make that game palatable. That's what I did in breath of the wild as well. Cause your stamina is shit. Otherwise and they took out whistle running, which makes me really mad because that was a way to get through things anyway. Um, so you'll all have five hearts. I'll get attacked a couple times. I'm running away and you'll like run into gloom on the walls a lot, especially if you don't know where you're going. It does glow, but sometimes you're just stuck and eventually I'll have four of my hearts locked and I can't recover any health until I find light or have made a bunch of, um, healing items with sun to lions, which apparently a quest teaches you about that. You can also just make it any time, 
but it's just a lot you have to do to make this game fun. Like, it's not a bad game, but they definitely up the difficulty a lot. I feel, um, and it's just a lot of the quality of life improvements I wanted from Breath of the Wild are not there. I wanted to make it so that the stamina system wasn't ass. It's still ass. It's the everything about it from Breath of the Wild is the same. Nothing has changed. They just added more system on top of that. I, from what little uh, I haven't been exposed to, I appreciated the fact that the music is actually music now, largely. Like not to but say you that, don't like the fact that it's just nothingness. I loved it. <laughs> I mean, it it still plays mostly ambient noise everywhere. Oh sure, it's it's and largely it just, it just added that's my that's, that's just my ASMR until it starts raining and yeah. then I get electrocuted. It was fine. It was fine. Like I didn't hate Breath of the Wild soundtrack for how it was used, but if I'm like out of context listening to songs from the Zelda universe. Breath of the Wild is very much the bottom of the pile of songs I, I want to be listening to. I still to. don't feel like Tears of the Kingdom really makes that... Like, there might be, a, like, a couple more songs here and there, but it's still ve- relatively the same. Mm. Like, I'd even say, like, some of the battle themes are a lot more toned down, too, which I like them when they were more like how they were before, like, more in your face. Slight spoilers from here on about Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, they do have temples in this one. Oh but man! They're not temples like they're not temples like you think they are. It's not that they're just like an expanded shrine. It's just like it's it's very far divorced from the idea of you know like a Zelda temple. Find the item, get the keys. You know, like you use the thing that you 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 earn in there, like that item, and it's replaced with like characters who have certain powers instead with a cooldown. And like it's fine, but like it's just. You have to rely on an NPC to follow you around, and you really can't move them yourself. So, like, I was going through the one that had, um, the person could use electricity. Well, if I went too far up, they'll be like, oh, I'll wait for you down here. Like, but I need you to come here. And it's just the same problem with the difficulty. Like, I end up having to leave during the middle of a boss fight, because I was like, every time something would hit me, I was getting one shot. I'm like, how much grinding do i need to do to get all my stuff up like i'm trying to find as many shooting stars and trying to like trying to go into it completely blind and not knowing where things are just so you can make the game a little bit easier on yourself is getting kind of grating because like i don't feel like i had to like upgrade my armor as quickly or as soon in breath of the wild but like now i'm just like where is where's this guy to start this quest to get like to upgrade my armor and like i feel like i'm never getting money either like a lot of the armor sets are expensive and i'm just never getting rupees ever and they keep patching out all the glitches to uh to like duplicate items and stuff which i don't know if you're making a single player game with no multiplayer and no online or like no other no one else is being affected by it stop patching out the glitches like like duplication glitches it doesn't affect anybody else. Why are you doing this? <laughs> so, like, people were doing that to make it easier to, like, so they didn't have to grind. And I got the game after it and after I patched it. So there's nothing I can do about it. I'm stuck with the no the no duplication glitches to make it easier. And so I just have no money, ever. I have no money. I have no supplies, it feels like. And I just, like, I understand that it's a different type of Zelda. And I'm not opposed to harder games. 
it just seems like they just made it really grindy, especially for a game that is not like being built as an art, like a grindy RPG scenario. And it just seems very un Zelda like, if that makes any sense. And I know it's trying to be a different type of game, but it just feels like they took all the positives and negatives from Breath of the Wild and like just ex- made them exponentially more positive and negative. Find it interesting. Still all right game though. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm not gonna let you finish your thought because I was sort of. Go. Oh no, that's off. it. Go ahead. I really. Have... Oh yeah. I'm just like talking because no one was saying anything. <laughs> no, with um. I found it interesting that that Breath of the Wild was so mm, like you're saying that it boy I completely lost my train of thought I'm sorry delete that <laughs> whatever thought I had it's out of my brain was it about the difficulty or just um the grindy nature of it I uh, it was something the related fingering? I don't know. It was kind of going down the line of like how how games change, like the fact that it's so mm-hmm. fundamentally different from like a core Zelda game that seems to be sort of a running theme of of the year of just like a lot of big franchises are going, "Hey, we know how Google it's just works." Everyone's kind of reinventing themselves in a way. Yeah. It should be that way though. It should yeah, be I mean, I don't, either. I don't think it's a, like necessarily. I don't think it's bad or good. I think it's pretty neutral for a series to either change or not change. It depends on what they're going for. Um, mm. I don't, I don't necessarily like it when a series is like we're going to change significantly to try and get a bunch of people who have never paid attention in the series to pay attention to it. Like I hated it when like Dead Rising Four, like just completely got rid of the timer and everything like that and just changed everything up to try to get a perceived audience that did that did not exist kind of with the same thing where everyone started copying call of duty for a while they're trying to get an audience that is not going to pay attention to them but i also don't think every series needs to stay stagnant either i do like the idea of changes making options quality of life improvements even if they want to change and go into different genres like i don't have a big deal that final fantasy 16 is basically more of like dragon's dogma or a devil may cry i don't care um because like as long as the core things that are like integral to like the feel of the series are still there but it's just like it depends i guess on what the intended reasoning behind the changes are well for 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 me i've always thought that that final fantasy was always going to head this way eventually and it just depend on depended on which number series was going to take that that so called mm-hmm. jump. I mean, hell, if you look within the the last f- the last five games for Final Fantasy, mainline Final Fantasy five games, only only two were vaguely the same, and that is eleven and fourteen. And the reason why that is is because it's MMORPG. And even in their internal systems, there are two different games. I'd even argue that, like, it, like um, with Final Fantasy, like, starting up, like, becoming more action-y, I really think that started with 8. Yeah. And then they, like, oh. they like because 8, like, it's still turn-based, it has ATB, but man, that game, like, everyone just, there. you take your turn when it comes up, and it doesn't matter who it is. Like, I know that's what 
act like the active time system is but it took it to a whole nother level because you'd even have button prompts every character like like squall his limit breaks were button mashy zell was a fighting game everyone had their own atb kind of thing that they needed to uh, qte that they had to push or do or something to the lines of hey you have to time everything right you're not just gonna sit there and wait and just wait until it's Mm -hmm. your turn you have to actively look at all the limit breaks for them look at all the yeah they're all like they're all different and they're all very interactive to the point that you have to push buttons at certain times hell the only one that is traditional limit break style is Quistis, and it's because she's a freaking blue mage. Mm-hmm. And but even then, like you have to like still get to the ability you want. Like Irving, he has like yeah, they're, they're, that's where they first started like kind of like flirting with the idea of an action RPG. But Square was already at that time starting to do a lot more action games in general with other stuff, like. Yeah. Final Fantasy has always been Square Soft's like bread and butter series, but then like Brave Fencer Musashi went for the action RPG route. Uh, they and that had a couple of games. Kingdom Hearts came around and went the action RPG route. I think since Kingdom Hearts did so well, that's why they're like, I wonder if Final Fantasy can do this. Yeah, and you know, like I've said prior, the reason why I also think that they are pushing heavily about this for this game, you know, Final Fantasy is such a a big name in terms of casual appeal. No one's gonna be like, yes, I know Brave Fresh, um, Brave Fencer, Musashi. Yeah, or you might or find Sato someone who remembers it, but it's not a main. Lo- it's not a big game. This this particularly is for the casuals. Like I believe sixteen, and I don't know what the initial sales are. I don't. We'll see in about a month or so how much this gambit paid off because it's a reviewing fairly well. It's not, it's not a 9 out of 10 or a 10 out of 10, but it's reviewing very, very well. And if the sales reflect that, yeah, there was a lot more casual people to have bought this game comparatively to the other Final Fantasies, then it's going to prove that this gambit worked. Mm. I think the big thing is people are mad that Final Fantasy is no longer a niche series anymore, but it has not been since... I think the last niche Final Fantasy to come out... That was purely what it like that it was maybe six. Cause like once seven came out and like got so popular mainstream. that put yeah. all eyes on the series. Like even though some may or may not have been as big or small, bigger, smaller, depending that's what really put it on the map. And it has not been a niche series for at least 20 years. Almost. Well, yeah, yeah. Would that be about 20? Yeah, it's, that's over 20. So, like, I personally don't really have a whole lot of interest in 16, just because I really didn't like 15, and, like, 14 didn't really keep my interest, and, like, 13 was okay, so it's just, like, I'm not really, I might eventually play it, but I'm not, I'm not a hardcore Final Fantasy fan by any means, so I don't really care. Yeah, I'm a fan but of like, Double But, like, also looking at the so. gameplay, too, I'm just like, mm, I can't, I can't do the button masher games anymore, either, and I don't want to use accessibility options for it. Because, like, if I, for me personally, I'm happy they're there. But if I have to simplify the game down for me, I know I won't enjoy it, if that makes any sense. Like, that's why I can't even do those, like, easy automatic playthroughs of Bayonetta. Because it's, for me, even though I physically can't do it anymore, it's just not enjoyable. I think... What, well, I mean, what, it ends up becoming, from, like, what you said with the, the Spider-Man games, it just ends up becoming a movie. Mm. Which, by the way, and, I just, and, um... 
Oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, no, and like I said, I think you would really like the Spider-Man games when it, when you're doing its core gameplay stuff. I think you mm-hmm. would enjoy it. I really think you would enjoy it. It's just that I just borrowed you know, the, um, Miles Morales mar- from my friend. The marquee, the marquee stuff that you know it's famous for of the big set pieces and stuff like that. Yeah, I can understand, but like for me, me personally, I I don't care. Like I I don't mm-hmm. mind it. Yeah, I I rather not have it because I don't want to be pushing or mashing x or y for it a lot of it has to deal with that gameplay loop for several other stuff like when you're chasing a car when you have to stop the car you have to mash it otherwise you fucking brick or you buckle and then you get damage if you don't Mm. mash correctly and i just kind of i'm like i don't want to deal with this so i turned it off (laughs) i would probably turn off for some of that stuff because like if my if the the difference between it being an interactive thing or it being a cutscene is like button presses but not actual movement and stuff i don't yeah it's i don't need it then either yeah yeah and there's like a couple ones where it's just like oh okay well i see what they're trying to do but then other ones i'm just like no i think i would have not reacted to it and i would have got a fill prompt <laughs> mm-hmm. but which reminds me to like the funniest qte ones was not not in this spider-man one but in spider-man 2 the the place the playstation 2 game where if you fail prompt saving a guy, you Spider-Man just fails and then he just drops down dead. <laughs> and it's like the funniest fucking thing I've ever saw in my life. <laughs> but yeah, no, um, continuing on with the, the Final Fantasy talk here. Like for, for me, the games need to progress in some way, shape or form. And then... Mm. In in terms of either story wise or gameplay wise, and to the point for Final Fantasy, it's getting to that point where how many tropes of fantasy can you do? So you can't be doing that all the time. So you have to reinvent yourself on the head and change the gameplay at that point mm-hmm. in time. And like I said beforehand, Final Fantasy is the casual game now, where everyone has grown up and at least heard of Final Fantasy, mm-hmm. but not necessarily played it this is to garner that casual that that casual audience and like i said i won't know until how much this this gambit would have played off but if it pays off very well and they made like a certain amount of copies then you know i i i i proved my whole thing right that square had gambled on it Mm-hmm. I find it interesting because I think a lot of the people now who grew up with Final Fantasy who love the series, especially 7, their reaction to 16 now is, I think, similar to the people who grew up with 1 through 6 seeing 7. Yeah. Because 7 came out and it was a radical departure into, like, steampunk, almost steampunk, cyberpunky, almost, like, wow. sci-fi stuff. And, like, that was such a... I know gameplay-wise it wasn't a massive departure, but... Yeah. It was the first time Final Fantasy is like, how about we not actually do fantasy this time around? And I know a lot of people who are big Final Fantasy fans are like, oh, I really only like the NES ones. After that, they kind of like, they just like really lost the idea. So it's just, it's this new generation, same old problem. Or same old, re- like, uh, not, not uh, even response. That. Like, like for, for example, it's, just, it's speaking of Seven, by the way the differences between that seven and remake has also been drawing mm-hmm. from other people oh, yeah. as well. I've been hearing that I, I I don't think I can play this game because there's just a lot going on and I'm just like that's BS you played a Kingdom Hearts game. There's that much there's not much difference <laughs> 
from I, and from what I've been hearing. I only can people. understand their point of view on that because you have a lot more control of the camera and movement in Kingdom Hearts over Seven Remake, where you're kind of like locked, and it's expecting you to like swap between characters who are on like completely opposite sides of a room sometimes, and it's disorienting. Whereas Kingdom Hearts, you only control the one character. I can I can like see their point from that alone, but the same amount of too much shit is going on screen is in both games. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I think Kingdom Hearts 3 is the worst of it, to be honest. Kingdom uh, Hearts 3 is so too way, way too much shit going on. Screen. <laughs> There's, Especially there, once an attraction the, gets turned on. Oh my god. It's so I, pretty. It got to the point that, like, I think three-fourths of the way... When you're three-fourths of the way through the game and you're just like, well, fuck, do I have to really go through this again? You'll understand. Because I, I went through the whole thing of, like, eh, it's fine, it's fine, and it really helps you out, and it's a nice it's a nice breaking gameplay to do random shit, and then you when you when you get so overpowered and you're able to combo into attractions so much easily near the tail end of the game you're just like fuck why is this here i want to get rid of it i need i just need mm-hmm. the the right button not the ca- not the attraction button i don't i want yeah. ca- i want a counter button <laughs> attractions are easy or are better early in the game when you're underpowered and then yeah they just become a it's not even like that it's like by like a third of the way in the game you're just like this is a nuisance yeah especially if you get one of the bad ones like yeah they're all bad but like some are like You'll be in, like, uh, what is it? Like, Twilight Town in the trees, and it gives you, um, the log flume, like, the, the, the one where you have to draw a water line, and you're like... Oh, yeah, that teacups. I, like, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm like, I can't get through this. Like, these trees. <laughs> trees are on the So you're just getting banged back and forth between trees. You're like, oh my god, why is this like this? Let me see, do I have... Before we move on, I'm trying to think if I had any other games I've been playing... I kind of... I don't know how I got into 16, because I wasn't even talking about that. I didn't play that. Um, well, it was because was of playing, Zelda. I was playing... Mm. We were talking about changes within within yeah, the genre. There we go. And, like for, and then for me, and then we were talking about how certain, certain games need to reinvent themselves. And I do agree because like even with the hardcore games, like even like Persona, like I, I don't mind it if it's turn based stuff. Uh, I I don't mind it. But the thing is it needs to change itself from moving on to a different type of story. It needs to type change its setting. Of, yeah, or it something needs to change like, setting. It needs I feel to like not they've be done, high school. <laughs> they've done the high school high thing school. to death. Like we've had three games, three main games, one of them has had coming up on four versions like, 3 yeah. has had almost 4 versions, 2 has had 2 versions, and 5 has had 2 versions, and they all have a million spin-offs. So, like, they, they really just need to, with 6, just change it up significantly, but I feel like their fan base now would get too mad about it. Just do college. Just to call, It's easy. You just do college mm-hmm. instead, and then you can do the choice of, do I want to go and study today? Well, or do I want to do a social link? If you do a social link, obviously you'll get more stuff, but then if you go to class, then you actually get more of the, the skill base um, points instead mm-hmm. kind of thing. That, that's an easy way to go around it. Mm-hmm. And it gives you more choices that you can be like, okay, I can max out my social link easily. Because that's another problem with the games is, unless you follow a specific timetable, you mm-hmm. aren't going to get your the social links maxed out in your first playthrough. 
And these games are notoriously long to like. Yeah, they're like 80, you're going to be putting in like eighty to one hundred hours. P three P took me one hundred three hours, and I didn't max out everything. P five, P five took me about eighty five hours, mm-hmm. and I didn't do everything as well. But Royal Royal took me about one hundred thirty hours, and I did everything. All right. Let me get through my last couple of things that I did. <laughs> um, otherwise, games uh, I played Valkyrie Profile until I hit a wall. Enjoyed that game, but I hit a wall where no one told me how much I would need to do item creation in that game. Like no, n- never at one point in any of the back scene that I was given did anyone mention, "Hey, you need to be doing item creation stuff." Never once was it brought up, and I had a lot of so-called experts in my chat who were like, I love this game, i played it so many times, and at one point I'm like, what am I supposed to do? And someone's like, oh, go into your, uh, go into your thing and, um, go to, like, basically they told me to go to the item creation page, like, that's all you gotta do, I'm like, and then what? I'm on disc two, I've been playing this game for, like, you know, whatever, 15, almost 20 hours at this point, what am I doing from here? Like, oh, well, you don't know? No. No, I don't know. Of course I don't know. The amount of times I had to keep explaining to people I don't know because I've never played this before is a shockingly large amount. I don't... I even have a bot that goes through every, like, half an hour. It's like, hey, I've never played this game before. I don't know what's going on in it. (laughs) No one knows. So I shelved that. And then I started playing Star Ocean because I'm just gonna I'm going through the whole series now, and I've been playing on a repro of the original game on a translated cart. Played it Monday or Tuesday, played it Wednesday. Went to play it today. My uh, saves got wiped. My saves are gone, so now I have to start the the game over. Not happy about that. Oh, I've seen that one. So yeah, so now I'm not playing anything. <laughs> Tomorrow I have to play Onimusha, though. Have to? Yeah, yeah. it's a uh, voting day. Right, but... Tofu convinced hey, to- everyone to-, to vote to- for Onimusha. Tofu, tofu is so happy about that. <laughs> you know what's funny? Guess who's not going to be at my stream tomorrow? Most tofu. likely. <laughs> tofu. Have you ever played Onimusha that's before? A, that's or a- is this a... Is this a new? Uh, I played it a little bit before. I liked it, but um, I got to a boss where there's like a lady who's like a bee or something like that, and it has the worst camera angle in the world and auto aim, and it wants me to shoot her with a bow. And it is, it was literally impossible when I did it. I'm like, I have no idea how people are doing this because like, oh, you just aim it. I'm like, it's aiming at all the little shit she's thrown on the ground. How do you how do you break out of auto aim? How do you break out of auto game in a fixed camera angle game? So, we'll see how this goes tomorrow. Looking forward to it. Not really, but we'll see. Alright, shall we move on to our lovely gaming stuff that we missed out over the last week? There was actually a lot of things, to be honest. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, the main thing was Nintendo Direct. Oh yeah, I forgot we had to do that. I was like, oh, we're going to go on to questions, aren't we? Nope. (laughs) We have to go through Nintendo Direct. (laughs) Nintendo Direct, we also got to go through the Xbox stuff, because we missed that, too. Okay, let's um let's quickly go through the Xbox stuff because I don't I don't even remember everything that was announced during that. The only thing that matters to me is like a dragon. Oh yeah, only uh, thing like that a matters. dragon eight, which is probably going to take place in Hawaii, which will be cool. 
Yes. Does them, does yes. See them, like, leave Hilton Japan Hawaiian Village. That, that's where it is. It's Hilton it's... Hawaiian Village. That's where that place is. Oh, my God. You know, some people are like, I think it's Okinawa, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure everyone I know in Hawaii is telling me that those are Hawaiian, like, like Hawaiian words on some of the newspapers oh, and stuff. Oh. I, I gotta be careful, the, 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 the moke in me is gonna come out. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's good, and then Starfield's coming out in fall, is it still coming out then? Yeah, it's coming out in fall. And it has to be absolutely perfect. Otherwise, Xbox is fucking screwed. I don't see the thing is it's a Bethesda game. I don't think it can fail. Yeah, I think and the only downside be, will be that it's, it's, it's be on, a it's on Game free, Pass Day One. It's a free Bethesda game. <laughs> mm. I mean, we'll see how this that, goes. That, that's that's what happens when you're when you're part of the Xbox brain trust. Mm-hmm. Even though you got all this extra money to to do a project like this, for the most part, I don't know how much sales you're gonna get back. They'll probably make most of their sales on PC, and like a lot of people don't like. There's a lot of Game Pass users, but I think people who have been waiting for this game will probably buy it. Yeah, like I I'm someone who would most likely because it's not one of those short hit it and quit it games it's a bethesda game it's going to take you at least a month to get through it plus if you're on like pc or something or if they allow it on console again like they do fallout 4 there'll be modding aspects so this will probably be one that people want to buy because then they're not tied to game pass like i only get game pass at one month increments i would probably just buy this game myself just to not have to deal with game pass game pass i pretty much use for things that like i need to play a game and i only have 45 minutes Oh, look, there's some weird little shitty indie game that I can play. I'll play through, like, Town Scraper and get all the achievements. But, like, it's things I know I won't buy is what Game Pass is for. I'm trying to see if there's anything else that was announced for there, too, because I really don't remember what was announced. The Microsoft Showcase was not bad. I just don't remember what it had. Yeah, the it was thing probably, is, it was, it was probably one of the better ones out of all the three major players. Well, I don't know. Nintendo people are going to argue against that. Microsoft but... Nintendo tend to do a very good job. Sony yes. does not. Sony just does not know how to put on a show. It's 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 pretty funny because like if you were to say this like I want to say eight years ago, it would have been the opposite. Sony yeah. usually was doing the games, was doing the the good shows. Now they don't know how to put on a digital showcase. They're digital mm-hmm. show, they need that human interact. I I would say their their last good one was when they did Last of Us Part Two. I think that mm-hmm. was the last good one. Like Nintendo, like even though it annoys me that they talk over trailers. Nintendo knows how to put on a show, and they've had a lot of time to do that. I think it helped that it started with Iwata, who had a lot of personality to him. Yeah. So, like, like they've, they've got it down. And I think Microsoft just kind of looked at how Nintendo did stuff. And, like, Ninte- like Microsoft's always been pretty good about just, like... Because they have to do it for, like, even non-gaming stuff. They just kind of know how to how to handle a crowd and how to do, like, yeah. all stuff online. So, like, they do a pretty good job. Jeff Keighley's Summer Game Fest was boring, but Jeff Keighley is also boring. That's nothing special. And Mike and Sony just like they don't know what to focus on and stuff. They like, just shit they just shit things out and hopefully it sticks to the wall. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. This year I thought it was 
for for me, if I were to rank all of these, the the ones that we're gonna go over, especially Nintendo, we'll get there in a minute. If I were to rank all of them, I thought Xbox had a really good showing this year in this mm-hmm. in non E three E three type of thing. I thought Xbox had the better showing because it had a lot of good games that not only was just for them but it's also for third party and for mm-hmm. the fact that they are looming over game pass again saying hey you know these games are available but the fact that oh hey these games are a big get like for example the sega stuff all the sega stuff was announced on xbox which also makes mm-hmm. me kind of have a side eye for that but that's a different reason for for that but and then it's still Nintendo coming will- to everything else yeah, it's still coming to everything else. No, no, don't worry about it. But the the fact that Sega is in, on bed with them first is pretty interesting now. But, they always happen, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like the Dreamcast runs on a modified version, ran on the modified version of Windows, and then Sega, Sega, and Sega and, and Microsoft had collaborated since since Dreamcast on the original yeah. Xbox. They've always mm-hmm. been kind of like if if any two companies, like if any Japanese company has worked well with Microsoft, it's them. Like I think people mm. forget how far back their history goes. Mm-mm-mm-mm. But besides that, going on to Nintendo here, I think Nintendo also had a really good showing. There are s- certain downtimes at, at, at certain parts of the, N- the Nintendo directs had. are never like never like forty minutes of pure action-packed announcements. They're always going to be kind of like up and down, but there always is something in there. And, like, how are you talking about how they know how to put, like, on a show, they know how to do it? I think that them kind of, like, prefacing every announcement with something, it gives you that, like, split second to be like, what is it going to be? Because sometimes, a lot of times, they won't show the thing. They'd be like, oh, adventure back into, like, a realm forgotten by the past. And you're like, what could that be? And then it starts. Whereas, like, you're like, and the whole time, you're kind of like, what's going to be? Sony needed to fucking do that with that Metal Gear Solid 3 announcement that they didn't do because it just went into a trailer and like farted it out and it was gone. But no, but me personally, I really like that one. I really I thought- like that. And I, and I get it, but but the thing is like how do you announce something w- like that without really giving it away kind of thing? You can give it but- away, but you can say like re-experience a classic spy thriller. Like, you can do an announce, like, a thing prefacing it. You can do it. Just look at how Nintendo d- even did it for Metal Gear Solid. Like, you can mm. do that. It's just Sony doesn't know how. Because yeah. I think when they would do it too, it would just sound disingenuous. I don't think they could even do it if they wanted. Because people mm. would be like, uh, there's too much. They're the only one where people are like, there's I... too much talking here. And, like, well, no one's no, the... spoken the whole time. No, but the, also the thing is, I also think it's a different tone of what they were trying to do do because mm. i think that the the playstation one this this one is considered a quote-unquote a showcase so that's why they were just fudding it out like that mm. while they had their state of play stuff where they have that that voice of be on the lookout for something like this their state of plays that, are also still kind of boring because they just don't yeah yeah, it, just, it, it seems it seems like they're just going through the motions of what that is, mm-hmm. and I get it, and I completely get it. I mean, like if I had to compare the two for state and plays and direct, it seems like it's just watered down without the soul. Mm-hmm. And that's, they, that's I don't think to, they have a face to, of the company really anymore because I couldn't tell you who's like the face of a PlayStation anymore. It's it's the guy that owns that was the CEO of Gorilla. 
So okay, yeah. He, like because for me, like I like when they had um, uh, who was it? Uh, Ken Kitaragi sh- and stuff like that. Like you, you knew him, and like when they had Kevin Butler doing stuff, that character you knew him, but like they don't I mean, have like a Koizumi. When they had, when they had Layton or Sean Layton, he was a really good thing. But when he when he moved on, that was a big thing of just like oh shit, they don't have anyone anymore, and I think. Like, for Sony, they need someone like that. They really need someone that is going to be more of the face of the company. But I remember, like, there's 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 a a nice co- a push and shove of who are we going to put on on here to talk about certain games. And he did show up in the, the PlayStation 1 to, to, mm-hmm. to re-announce that his, the final the, for the Spider-Man thing, I believe. I think he was the last person to talk. And it's just very interesting to be like, well, we have this person, but he isn't as, he's just a business head. He's not a, Mm. he's not, he doesn't have that personal touch kind of like, um, who's, who's the guy at, uh, Xbox, uh, Phil Spencer, Phil Spencer. Well, I think Phil Spencer is a very charismatic guy. I don't know Mm. if he know he doesn't have that business the quote unquote business sense to him while while I see mm. with with how Sony is, it's the opposite. He's straight business. He doesn't have that that personality mm. of yeah, I'm here and I wanna be, make sure that everything is for the gamers. And while he might do say stuff like that, it just seems like a, a, a pitch line. It doesn't feel yeah. like he's actually invested into what gamers want. And and that's mm. one of the bigger things that, you know, I think Sony is missing overall with this they need someone that is going to be that that so-called heart and they had that with sean they had that with with sean before he he uh, departed that's what made those 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 press conferences and the the showcases for playstation right up until the depart his departure from from the company around it was around last of us part two Mm. so much more enjoyable because he was there hyping everyone up and it felt like someone that was there for the community and not just for the business mm-hmm. and, and I see it's a little bit difficult because you know Japanese company compared to Americans company as well and I, Nintendo Nintendo also had that growing pain when they were moving on from Iwata Nintendo at least was able to like what they what helps is like most of their businessmen that we know of all were developers at one point so they like yeah at least know what they're talking about yeah. like they had the, the guy in between who was more of like a business guy no one really cared for him too much but he was really only supposed to be there for like a little bit so yeah he was only supposed to do the transitioning part of nintendo just to get it back on track mm. but anyway let, um let, nintendo let, direct. Let, let's move let's move on to nintendo the, the nintendo direct. before before we lose timber here Somebody say Nintendo. Yeah. All right. Let me find the Nintendo Direct stuff to go through. But Timber, it's um, not indie, so sorry. You can you can go to sleep. No, there. there's indies. There's, there's like Nintendo. Ten, ten dozen cozy games, so we're good. Let's see. I like. I'm always looking for that. All the things announced during Nintendo thing. I know the big one that I want to talk about. <laughs> I, I honestly don't know which one that's going to be for you. Is it Mario RPG? Correct. 
That's the big one. Yeah, they're remaking Mario RPG. We can go with that. We'll start with that. They're remaking it. It does not look... <laughs> I, I don't like the I art was, direction for it, but... <laughs> I was I was kind of laughing because I was like, oh, they're remaking Super Mario RPG. Oh, I wonder how Kill feels about this. <laughs> I mean, like, it's whatever. Like, it just... I feel like the art style's ugly. It's just, it's just, it looks like, it looks like a, any other Mario game. Like, it it doesn't have that same charm. It looks really weird. Like, it looks something like, it doesn't look weird like how they did with the Zelda remake. Mm -hmm. It just looks. I would have, I would have preferred it to look like the Zelda, the Link's Awakening remake. Like, cause there's just something about Mario RPG and Super Nintendo where it did not look like anything else on the system, really. The closest may be Donkey Kong. Like, with the yeah. way they kind of did, like, the pseudo 3D things. But this just looks like... The art direction is just literally every Mario game. It doesn't have, like, a distinct personality to it. That's true. Yeah. It was nice it's to It's kind see. of like when Yoshi's New Island came out on 3DS. And, like, it's like the new Super Mario Brothers, like, art style that nobody likes. It was nice to see, like, uh... uh the, the Gino actually being rendered in, you know, high-res for the first time in his life. But I agree. I wonder that, how people feel that uh, that that they're remaking it and Geno's in it and has a 3D model, but they're no longer making Smash characters. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is pretty dang funny. But um, I agree that every other character does just look like their standard cookie cutter. You know, this is Mario, this is Peach, this is etc. And mm. the environments look more like just a, a traditional Mario game in a 2D isometric perspective. Which is like I'm happy they're doing it kind of like you know, like screen for screen, like orig- what it looked like just with like a facelift. It's just the facelift doesn't look good. I'm hoping platforming will be easier this time around because it's not being controlled with a D-pad. Pretty much guaranteed to be better. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I was watching them like go through it and you saw them fall in the lava. It's like ah, so you kept in the bullshit. Um, but yeah, that's, that's definitely one that I'm pretty excited for, especially because I've been kind of on an RPG kick lately, and I had that recommended to me late, recently, as like, hey, you should play that one, (laughs) so. Have you never played it before? I played a little bit of it, but I never made significant progress, like, I got to, I think, the boat bit, and I stopped for some Mm. nebulous reason. I recommend going through the original one before the remake comes out, at least. Because I don't know how much of the original Final Fantasy stuff that was in there is going to remain. It looks like Square Enix's name is still on this, but I don't know how much they're involved. Or yeah. if they made them take out the uh, the Final Fantasy references. Oh. Mm. Okay. But Yokoshima Mura is back to the soundtrack, so that's good. Yeah, or, if you don't know who that is, she made the original soundtrack and the Kingdom Hearts soundtrack. Yes, uh, I was familiar with Yoko, mostly because of Kingdom Hearts. Let's see, also Super Mario Brothers Wonder looked kind of interesting. That Mar- that um platformer. I'm like, oh look, at least it's not another new Super Mario Brothers. It's time but to trip it looks balls. Like it could be fun. It's time to trip balls. Yeah, and they put Daisy as a playable character in there finally. Yeah, so I'm like, Daisy. oh, you might you might get me with this. Daisy. But Long Mario scares the shit out of me. Like, I don't, if you watch the trailer at one point, it's, like, in the shadows. You see Mario elongate, like, long cat. Yeah. And I'm like, that is frightening. <laughs> He's long, long, man. Long, long, man. 
Yeah, I'm Most not. Of the Goombas look somewhat different as well. I'm not sure what to think about that one. I think I'll have a good time with it. It's it's definitely not going to be like anything crazy, but um, also I like I also like the fact that Mario says Zo in it. Oh, does he? To, yeah, he says Zo when he Zoe. turns into a, yeah Zoe. when it, when he turns into a, into an elephant. Zo means Zo means elephant in Japanese. Trying to see what else was announced in that. There's one thing I want to talk about, but I'm waiting. For Detec- like the end. Detective Pikachu. Uh, Detective Pikachu, I was surprised to see that back. And uh, the guy also, that plays Ichiban. Yeah, I was going to say, the guy that plays Ichiban is also Detective Pikachu. <laughs> yeah, they redubbed him. Someone, someone's like, did they whitewash the characters from the De- Detective Pikachu? I'm like, no. The game came first, and this is the character from the game. The movie is a completely different continuity. It's completely different. Yeah, like they I, thought I, they just like they I, thought they made a game based off the movie and just changed I, the I, character I, to a white kid. I wonder what happened. I wonder what happened if they're gonna do that part of the movie or, or do that the Mewtwo part because it seems like it was hinted in the original games, but we didn't mm-hmm. know. <laughs> I still need to play the original one. I I got like the first chapter when it came out in Japan. Yeah. And then it was like two years, and then they're like, actually, here's the rest of the game. <laughs> but yeah, that'll be one to keep an eye on. Um, let's see, Pikmin 4, don't care, but Pikmin 1 and 2 are being released, HD remasters. Yes. And they're coming out physically in September. So if you don't want to buy the overpriced digital versions, they're coming out together on one cartridge in September. Yeah. So what do you guys like? Mint, vanilla, or strawberry? Mint. Mint is the only acceptable answer there. Yes, yes, exactly. That's uh, what strawberry is pretty good. Get the fuck out Shut of here. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for the Let's Princess see. Peach game, which is probably going to be like Super yeah, Mario whatever. Brother 2. I'm hoping that's not Super Princess Peach Part 2, which was like low key misogynistic. <laughs> And like, what are her powers? She has emotions because she's a woman. Like, okay. It's okay. It's okay. She had her special item in her bedroom, remember? I never finished that game. She has so I a... had accidentally bought a bootleg of it on on, on uh, line, and then I went and sold it to a GameStop. <laughs> yes. Um. Let's see. What else? Uh, there's a couple... Vampire Survivors, if people care about that, I don't... It doesn't appeal to me, Man. but I know everyone loves it. You you excited for Batman the Arkham games coming to Switch? Which means I'm sure all of them are going to require a massive download for it, and Arkham Knight's probably not going to run well. I, I have absolutely no what? need for that. It's already been on PC. Uh, Metal Gear but, Solid... But you can take it oh, on go the go! <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Unless they're cloud <laughs> versions. They didn't cloud. say They didn't Unless say one way or the other. <laughs> Oh, um, they did confirm Metal Gear Solid Master Collection Volume 1 for Switch, but do not buy it physically. I usually am a big proponent of physical, but they're using a 2 gigabyte cartridge and are forcing you to download the rest of the game yeah, from a download code. So you basically are not gigs. buying a physical version. <laughs> yeah, and then like if you want all the behind-the-scenes video, it's like another 30, which I don't know why you'd want to watch those on the Switch anyway, but you are just paying for the cheapest method they could have done it. So if you do want it physically, get it on anything yeah. but Switch. It's also coming to PC. 
Um, let's see. Um, apparently some stuff... I don't know. They didn't announce a whole lot of lot more. Metroid Prime 4, I'm looking at like a Polygon article. They're like, they still haven't said anything. I'm like, it's, it's probably dead. That or it's not going to be announced until uh, like the, net, the Switch successor. At this point, we're not getting Metroid Prime 4 on the Switch. Everyone just needs to accept that and stop being shocked. I'm... For, for me, going back on Metal Gear for a bit, I'm just excited so that I can finally buy three new editions of Metal Gear Solid 3 again. <laughs> you know what's also exciting? Not only are you getting Metal Gear 1 and 2 from the MSX, you're also getting Metal Gear NES and, and Snake's, Snake's Revenge. Revenge, baby! I can't Which wait! Which I saw that, I'm like... When I saw that, I'm like, yes, they're definitely only doing this because Kojima's not there anymore. If Kojima yeah. was still there, this would not be happening. Yeah, I was. I saw Snake's Revenge. I was like, oh, oh shit! I haven't played this game. Yeah, Kojima's not I, on it at all. I'm just sitting on this one, waiting for Volume Two, so I can finally play Metal Gear Solid Four somehow, because it is still locked I think to the freaking PS3. See, I don't think you're going to see Metal Gear Solid 4 as part of a Master Collection. I think you're going to see a Metal Gear Solid Delta situation for yes. Metal Gear Solid 4. Yes. Because it's going to require way too much work to get it to run on everything else. Yes. So it's most likely going to be a standalone after after Snake Eater Delta comes out. Yep, that's what I re- legit think they're going to do. And they're going to take out the best joke in the, in the fucking game. And I'm pretty mm-hmm. sad about that. You know, most likely the things that would be in Master Collection Part 2 will probably be Peace Walker, Portable Ops, um... Give me Acid. Like, Give me Acid. Playing acid probably yep. Acid, I think, might go in there, because I... Unless they decide to do a three of just the Acid games. But I feel like you're going to see all the handheld games in uh, the next collection. Hell, we're getting fucking the, 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 the comic games. Games. Yeah, you're getting Band uh, Destiny. Games. So. I'm using quote-unquote games. Which I think the volume one is in this, and then volume two. I think there's a volume two that never came out outside of Japan. That yep. will probably be in the second one. Yeah, volume so I think two, you're going to see all the handheld ones. Volume two only came out as a comic book oh, for the states. Shit, they they could do Ghost Babble in the next one. Yeah. So you'll probably you'll probably see all the handheld ones in the next set, Please. and then four will probably be on its own and probably will not come come to Switch. Yeah. L- very likely will not come to Switch. <laughs> Burst into flames. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if there's still like an extenuating like like exclusivity with Sony on that one. Well, I bet. Well, like I said, they're gonna have to take out like several parts of that game to make it not Sony centric. Like mm-hmm. for example, there is there's legitly a joke at Shadow Moses where where you're when you're doing the the part to go to disc one to disc two, they make a joke saying, "Oh wait, you gotta stop to to." to switch the discs out well that's what what are you talking about no 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 oh don't you like technology now and the the whole thing about the cell the cell the cell processor and bl- double list a uh, double disc blu-ray systems <laughs> and it's just like it's just an inside joke for people who know of the development for the ps3 right. it it wouldn't and be they would have to get rid of that if 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 they were to put that onto other systems. I mean, it wouldn't be the first time that so they've hot swapped something like that. Um, you know, something like I legit think I legit think what is going to happen is what Kill just said because they could get rid of that line, and they're going to have to get rid of a bunch of PlayStation Three stuff that they were advertising around that time. Mm. 
also there's probably why to... we have there's probably like a lot of work that needs to be done to it that's why we have not seen it yeah they'll also have to get rid of all the kojima podcast stuff in it which is going to be sad because it's really really good insight on um how how that game was running because you could also play the kojima podcast on it on it because they had mm. a built-in ipod at that time so there's yeah, a lot also of the ipod yeah there was a lot of interesting things that i really did like four for but they would have to change a lot of things for it to be accepted in other situations for like the xbox Yeah, it's just I don't, I think I don't know. That's such a landlocked game. <laughs> I realize I, it doesn't that's need fine. to be remade for me necessarily, but at least a a straight port to PC would be appreciated. <laughs> You'll probably just see like a facelift for it. Yeah, because like it still doesn't run on um the PlayStation Three emulator. Yeah, it's just like wow. I mean, timber, dude, timber, just no way. timber, 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 timber. Yes. Fuck PC ports. But it runs better. Sony says it. Oh, PC ports run better, huh? <laughs> Let's talk about that that Last of Us Part 2 and Last of Us Part 1 ports. Okay, but that's what <laughs> happens if they don't do it right. <laughs> when they screw up or are incompetent, yes, it will not do so hot on PC. Mm. Alright. I'm guessing I'm, I'm you gonna... want to talk about Star Ocean. <laughs> Yes. Okay. Thanks for taking my thunder. They, yeah, they. <laughs> yeah, there's other things that they announced. Luigi's like it's, it was very. No, I don't care. It's Dark Moon. I don't care. I thought I thought that was the game you were gonna. <laughs> no, I liked one and I liked three. That's two. Well, now you can play it on the go in better highlights. No, it was already on 3DS. I already could play it on the go. <laughs> anyway, they announced a um a almost 2D. HD looking version of um, Star Ocean 2 because that's the only game in the series that has not been available in English uh, on place on like anything oh, nice. since the PSP came out so uh, it looks like it looks like they took cues from the Octopath style but like has dynamic camera angle shots like still has 3D and like like the original blocking of like the old cutscenes the character sprites still look like they're the same ones from the PSP or like are just based on that but like it looks like they it looks like a way like I am not a remake person. I'm always a person like we don't need it. It this is done in a way that I think older games should be remade. It like preserved the feel of the original while updating it to what we currently do with that style of game. It's like not a massive 3D overhaul, which I'm happy about. Like they've added little things to it like um they change up some stuff in battle. They've added like some things that came from like three and four and stuff put it into the battle system also let you use like your reserve characters for follow-up attacks and stuff and like and like they're even bringing back the original um japanese cast from the ps1 version to re-record it i don't know if they're going to do that for the english ones probably not probably but not. like there's a, <laughs> probably not it'll be nice because the guy that plays diaz in that one oh my god that could that he that guy has a voice that could get anybody pregnant that's what he got but I'm looking forward to it because it's just kind of what I would want them to do for one. Because I was hoping they wouldn't just straight port Second Evolution. Because the PSP game was like, back. I don't know if you remember back during the PSP, they would take PS1 games, crop them, slap them on the PSP, and like sometimes put like a new UI over it. Silver Star and... Sword Complete. 
Yeah, well, that's actually a different game. That's actually not a a port of the PS One game. That's actually another a different a different remake of the Sega Saturn <laughs> game or the Sega CD game. Anyway, um, but like since the PSP version of Second Evolution was Second Story from the PS One, put on a PSP, cropped, and then they like slapped a new overlay on it, hmm. and it just it slowed the game down a lot. It like it was already not the fastest game in the world. Then it just slowed it down because it had to load the new stuff on top of it. So I'm happy they really didn't do that because they would have to do so much work at that point they could just remake it. And Star Ocean needs stuff like this to kind of get back into people's minds. I don't think a like a uh, port of like a like a remaster of like Second Evolution would have you know turned any heads. But I'm looking forward to this. I want the collector's edition, but it's two hundred dollars. And I don't got that. It's a ridic- it's a ludicrous amount of money for what they're asking what they're giving you. I Square? want it though. Yeah, it's only on Square Enix's website. It's two hundred dollars yeah, yeah, that comes yeah, with that the sounds, game. That, that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, because they can like control everything there. It's the game, yeah. an art book, a sa- four disc soundtrack, and like a bunch of little acrylic standees of the characters from the game, which yeah. is cool. There's a bunch of them. It's like at least twenty characters on the acrylic standees. But I'm like, that's two hundred dollars. I want it, but I don't have that. I don't have two hundred dollars. So I'm just gonna probably be picking up uh, individual copies of all three versions of the game at some point because it's on PlayStation, uh, Switch, and PC. So that's only that's really the only thing that like I cared about from the direct. Weren't into Wario. And the timing was perfect because I had just started. Eh, I've never played WarioWare. But it was just perfect timing because I like I heard the rumors and I'm like you know what I've been wanting to play through the whole series so I'm gonna start playing it and I'm like we're gonna we're what the kids say we're gonna manifest this and we we manifested the remake which was already leaked like two days prior but I, it doesn't matter. Which reminds me, what games did you want? I'll I'll send you um in in a, a Discord message. When are you leaving? Tuesday. Tuesday. Okay. Should, should, should I look for Moomin stuff for you? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, if it doesn't take you out of your way. I mean, I'm, I'm just going to probably go to the Yodobashi, which is the the best buy over there, and they have they have Moomin stuff. I'll get you a Moomin puzzle. Moomin puzzle. <laughs> I might see if you can find me another Vital Bracelet B while you're over there, because... Right. They're probably cheaper. Yeah, they probably are. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that's all that I can think of from the game or from uh, the game announcements. Is there anything else you want to talk to talk about, or do you want to go into questions? Do questions because we're already late. Because I was going to yeah. say, well, who, 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 why are we late, Timber? Yeah, Timber's probably dying because of his own fucking faults. <laughs> uh, it's I it had to it had to be done. <laughs> but yes, I am dying. Mm-hmm. All right, so first. First questions from Sun and Showers, and they ask, "Did you go through the '90s yo-yo fad?" Uh, I, yes, we, my people came to my school and sold us yo-yos. I am an Asian boy on Hawaii. Yes. Okay, I'll say Pat. Uh, thank you, thank you for explaining that because I would have been like, "Is that a is that a stereotype?" Yes, the, uh, the stereotype is Asians are really good at yo-yos. Yeah, I uh, I had a yo-yo. I could walk the dog. I could 
slam it into my dad's face. <laughs> I, I did not know how to do any tricks. I would try and do it and then just end up like tying a knot because I would try and do the thing where they wrap it around and then it would just get tied together. And I was not immediately good at it, so I never learned how to do anything else. Yeah. I did have one that changed colors based on heat, though. It was blue or purple. My dad didn't appreciate any tricks that I tried to show him. <laughs> Our next it? question is from Mass. Uh, what's the thing you're most excited to see updated or potentially changed in Star Ocean 2 based on what we've seen so far? Also, the collector's edition is so overpriced. That what's the most expensive collector's edition you guys have ever seen that was just not worth the money? Um, um, it, going on the, Think about that and let me answer the first part. Um, um, I'm excited to see the upgraded um, portraits, and I'm really looking forward to the uh, the new music for it. The gameplay looks like a lot faster. Like One thing they changed that I could tell from the trailer is when spellcasters use magic, it doesn't stop everyone, like stop the gameplay for everyone else. And hopefully that means that they change it so that spellcasters will actually do something in battle. Because that was a huge problem with the original. Spellcasters would just like stand in the corner staring off into space. So I'm hoping, hoping they fix that. Alright, what was the most expensive CE that you got that wasn't worth the money? Kyo, what would you consider this game for me to start? On if I were to play Star Ocean. Yeah, so every Star Ocean game can be played individually. One and two are kind of like some characters in one, you'll see them in two, but we didn't get the first game initially. We only got the second game, and a lot of people love that game. Okay. I think it's a great place to start because it's a good blend of fantasy and sci-fi okay. without going to, like, three goes a lot more sci-fi and one, I think, goes a lot more fantasy. It's a nice blend, and it has two characters you can play as, so it's even, like, replayable and there's 12 characters and some like depending on your protagonist some of them only get one or the other mm-hmm. and i don't know if they'll change it for this one but it's like i think it's worth it, trying like starting there it seemed like that was doing that where I this think this only... is the fan favorite game so i'll just I say it that much okay so i think i think i will actually pick this up then as for the collector's edition, oh, 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 Sony, you gotta fucking stop. <laughs> the last three of your collector's editions was, as much as I love statues, I don't need a big-ass fucking box for a statue for that size. I have the God of War one, I don't think I need it. Maybe, I, I like the the Horizon Forbidden West one, I really like that one because I like the elephant one. Um... I'm debating on whether to get the Speederman one, because I I do like Venom, but I don't know if that'll be one that I that I'll probably get or not. I, I I'm debating so because I'm just like I really hate the space that it occupies with it because it's so fucking huge. Like even like the Ghost of Tsushima one, Ghost of Tsushima one, I thought was a really nice blend because it was a nice. It was a nice medium-sized box, and the stuff that you got with it was really good in terms of, because you got the mask and stuff like that, or a replica of the mask. So I thought that was a very nice nice one here. Um, I, I, honestly, I would think the Persona ones. The Persona's are the most overpriced and not worth it? Yeah, I think Persona 5 Royals one wasn't worth it. I think Persona 5 um, Collector's Edition, both in Japan and the US, were both very not great. I think the Japan like, also one like, was not worth it. <laughs> the Japan one, I think, might have been a little more worth it, because I think it was slightly cheaper, and if you're into the music yes. and art for Persona, 
you got like a soundtrack and with a disc for every single entry in the series which yeah. i think that alone if you know how much cds cost in japan it was worth the money from that perspective but also like it really it really wasn't yeah i think for me the worst one was maybe bayonetta 3 bayonetta yeah. 3 was a bad one because it had like an art book in it but like it was an art book the game and then two empty cases for bayonetta 1 and 2 yeah i was so gonna like say, if you want it it was mo- mostly meant for people that collected all three games, right? Yeah, like it's it's not a bad one, and it wasn't. It was the only like I think maybe twenty bucks more than the original, or than yeah. the game on its own. But like it just isn't. It does. There's not. There's not a wow factor to it. It's just like okay. Um, outside of that, the Space Channel Five um, VR limited uh, limited run collector's edition it's not that the that was the most expensive it was like 75 bucks but all the stuff that came with it was garbage really except for the dreamcast case mm. like it came with like a fidget spinner and like a little rubber like <laughs> finger puppet it was a bunch of dumb that, shit and they're like well that's what the, the director wanted <laughs> well you know and the thing is it, ca- it came out after the boom of those things like after yeah. like the fidget spinner thing had died but the the director for the game wanted it in there <laughs> so that's why they got it. I'm like, this is stupid. The Dreamcast case, case I thought was a nice touch, but like, I'm not going to display that separately because it's like, why would I do that? Anything for you, Timber? I have never owned a collector's edition of anything. Oh wow! Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. All right, that means we can go on to the next question from Puddin Cup. Do you think Nintendo didn't put Mario RPG on Nintendo Online because they're creating a remake? Yes. I thought it was on there, so that's why I was surprised. But yeah, that's probably enti- like completely that. Um, also, the follow-up, non-gaming, what kind of sub do you like? Like, what, um, what do you mean by sub? Do you mean submarine? You, you take that however you want that to mean. <laughs> submarine, submissive, sub-sandwich, what, what do you mean, Putin? Well... I can't imagine you would pick submissive just based on our conversation in DMs the other day. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> can't pick yourself. Can't pick yourself. I can't. Um, for, me, <laughs> for me, it would be an Italian one. with. Um, you can pick whether or not that's a person or a sandwich, but I want to make sure there has to at least be like salami, Provel cheese, and pepperoncini on it. Does that mean the person or the sandwich? <laughs> Whatever you want it to be. Um... I like meat Timber. marinara. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I don't know what you would don't mind the balls. I don't know what mouth. you would officially call it, but if you ever been to like Firehouse Subs, I really liked the engineer there. Which what the hell is even on that thing anymore? Is that a sub or a person? It is a sub. The, the engineer. <laughs> yeah, there was just an engineer there at the uh, Firehouse, and <laughs> yeah, I kind of like him. <laughs> he's a sick. He's a sick friend of mine. Um, uh, smoked turkey breast, oh, melted Swiss, and sautéed mushrooms, which include sautéed, sautéed, sautéed. Comes complete with mayo, deli mustard, lettuce, taste. tomato, onion, and a kosher dill pickle. Oh, Ew. you just ruined it! You ruined the sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all of that's optional. Take your food lube somewhere else. The fruit loops, food lube. Oh, <laughs> the mayo. <laughs> you gotta lube up the food to slide down the throat, thrusty, if you will. Yeah, the mayo is kind of an I've I've. I used to really love mayo and stuff, okay, and I kind of okay, learned okay, okay. to not need it. Okay, uh, so much, to, but, piggy, uh, to piggy to piggyback off of this, what is your favorite condiment? 
Does that include things like seasonings and such? Yes, yes, Or like yes. salt and pepper? Yeah. Because, like, I don't like katsu sauce, katsu sauce. That's the only one I like, really. See, okay, okay. So, Lou, I, when you come to Hawaii, I have to take you to... Because there, there are certain, like, local-style katsu sauces that I think you would really like. Because it's not, it's not, like, heavy, like the Japanese-style mm. one. It has a little bit more of a kick, but it's a little bit lighter. I want to see your taste of it because I I swear by it because I'm well me local local boy here, so I swear by that style of katsu sauce. I do not like the heavy. Can you get ton, bottles of it? Tonkatsu sauce. No, but it's no because it's made locally here. Oh, okay, and, and gotcha. I didn't know if it was like like a local brand type of thing. If they a, ever have a, bottles, grab one for me. Okay, yeah, and I'll take you to, like, all the, like, usual places where, like, the locals go eat. Mm. Um, just just don't, um, yell yeah, I'm a Howley out there. <laughs> 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 they, they, they might do something. <laughs> but it, it's, like, the, I, I swear by that, that particular katsu sauce more than the, like, everyone liked, you know, the bulldog heavy, heavy katsu sauce, the tonkatsu sauce. Mm. I, I personally do not like it. I, I really like these styles of the local style of katsu sauce. But that that's because I was just raised on it. So, mm. What about you, Timber? Yeah, um, it's kind of a toss-up between two. Um, one of them is mm. Caribbean jerk spice. Um, I could put that on pretty much anything. If you throw it on, like, fries, throw mm. it on a piece of meat, throw it on whatever, it'll make it slightly spicy and overall just taste better so i do like just using that pretty liberally the second is uh more situational it's sesame oil uh it is the magic ingredient mm. that makes sesame oil yeah, it's yeah a good one. it makes anything that you put it in it that's like broth based or whatever just taste amazing anytime i get shin ramen i put some uh i put an egg and um some uh sesame oil exactly egg sesame oil and chili oil combine the three and you have basically restaurant style ramen so I, I I really like that katsu sauce on like local boy. That's why, but but I can't bring it everywhere because it's not readily available outside of Hawaii or in an L and L, which is a, a Hawaii based thing. But besides that, um, see, I really like sweet and honey's barbecue sauce. That's just because I'm weird like that i like i know i know luna has sent me some barbecue sauce like a lot of st louis and missouri and you style. get sweet baby rays and stuff yeah so and i i just haven't had the time to go and make um barbecue style with with that mm-hmm. sauce and I, i've been regretting it because by the time i do get it it's it's not good <laughs> yeah but because i know how especially in the midwest a lot of people love them barbecues right Barbecue all year round. Yep, yep, yep. Now, which now which condiment will die in a fire? Mayo. I don't like any of them, but mayo and mustard, especially. Yeah. Uh, the no. holy trinity of mayo, mustard, ketchup—they're all disgusting equally, and I hate them all. Mm. I think I do not. I do not like mustard. Uh, my my fiance does also does not like mustard. She also doesn't like raw onions too, but and pickles. That, Pickles are gross. Raw onions are good, though. I, yeah, I can, yeah, I think she, because she doesn't like the the punginess, the the taste, the uh-huh. aftertaste. 
So I think Fair. that's the only reason why. But then, like when she, when we have like cooked, cooked onions, it's fine because most of it, the the, yeah. the punchiness is gone. Yeah. What about you, Timber? Ketchup. I don't like ketchup. You don't like ketchup. Uh, Ketchup's trashed yeah. here. I do actually yeah. like the mustard and mayo. I, I, I only, I only say this because have you seen the the new machine that Heinz has introduced? No. So it's kind of like, you know, in like certain movie theaters where they have the the multi um, Coca-Cola soda dispenser. Oh, yeah. Just, like the, like, oh, they, a, like a dispenser a freestyle for ke- machine. A freestyle yeah. ketchup machine. Yeah. So, you know, well, it's not just ketchup. You can put whatever sauce you want and then you can do like the mixture and then the spiciness and you can add like um, jalapeno um, juices to mix in with the sauce and it'll equally balance it. I was just like... they announced it like about a couple weeks ago and because my mother's in the food business I found out about this I was just like oh my god that sounds fucking amazing (laughs) I was just geeking I was geeking out about it (laughs) it costs like fucking (laughs) $8,000 oh man but to have like five five base sauces and then a mixture of everything in between to make over like like several hundred um, permutations of sauce that's actually fantastic <laughs> yeah I would I would agree I mean you can let's you can whip up your McDonald's secret sauce or whatever you want to have right there without having to put the thought of having three different bottles out and mixing them yourself <laughs> We have a few more questions. A lot of them are Star Ocean related. I'll try and go through these as quick as possible. Um, let's see. I'll just read them all out and then just give one single answer. Uh, Toxon asks, thoughts on the future of the Star Ocean as a franchise, then followed up by Wonder Greek. Expand on this. To how, what, how do you think the latest game in the franchise was... Do you think with how the latest game in the franchise was received is causing the publisher to focus on lower-cost remakes while giving the next Star Ocean time to develop? Um, I think the series... I think Divine Force sold well enough that Trice is still around. They were currently, they were, they're kind of kind of in like financial issue, trouble because they're one of those companies that makes niche games that don't have a widespread audience and it doesn't help that Square Enix does not market anything that they make for them. Square Enix is terrible at marketing anything that isn't Final Fantasy or Dragon Quest. They're just terrible at it. And then they're yeah. always surprised when things don't do well. The same thing happened with Valkyrie Elysium. It kind of just came out it's an okay game, but it kind of just came out, and they didn't really market it. Yeah. So I'm hoping Divine Force did well enough, and that this remake of 2 does well enough that the series will continue on and get more love, because it's a, it's the, one of the very few JRPGs that actually is sci-fi. Even if it's not completely, it is one of the few that is actually sci-fi. So, like, it, it would suck to lose this as a franchise, it would suck for it to be taken over by anyone but Triace. I would hate that. Um, let's see. Chris Anitako asks on the website for Star Ocean 2, it shows that they're overhauling the battle mechanics. Are they going to modernize it? So they um they they did they are changing some things up. It looks like everything's being some stuff from three and four, like with chain attacks, are like in um like like things staggering is being put into the game, and also your your reserve party members can do follow up attacks. I don't think they can be swapped out on the fly. 
but it looks like they are going to modernize the gameplay a little bit while still retaining the feel of the old one. So I'm hoping there's really not too much to go off. It's just there's just like a two minute, two two minute trailers. So until I see more, or if there are tra- a trailer or a demo drops, it's hard to say. Um, let's see. Next is from K Dog who has two three questions. Uh, when do you think Konami will remake Metal Gear Survive? <laughs> any day now. Uh, any day four. now. Um, also, what music are you listening to? I apparently am in the top 5% of dance pop listeners on Spotify, so mm. I have been listening to a lot of dance pop and ska music lately. Well, okay, dog. I run a Japanese music-based podcast called Ongaku Do You, where you can find out where I've been listening to in the Japanese music industry, and I guess K-pop too, because uh, twice is just rotting my brain right now. I say you can't avoid it even in Japan now. K-pop's yeah. too popular. Yeah, K-pop is way too fucking popular. You know, on the the um, Tower Records. They have just a, a floor that is just K-pop. It's just K-pop. <laughs> oh, I'm not surprised. It's not, not international music like how it was when we were studying abroad. Even though just it was K-pop. Still pop, it's just K-pop now. It's just straight mm. K-pop. <laughs> Timber, what are you listening to? Um, well, because I have a playlist that features an awful lot of stuff that Darren Korb has done, it thinks that I'm a big fan of soundtrack music, which is probably not untrue. <laughs> But uh, there are other things mixed in there. It's kind of like a, a mix of some of the video game stuff and a lot of like easy listening '90s stuff. Let's see. Let me let me let me let me pull up what I just listened to. I was listening to Idol by Yoao Sobi, which is the first Japanese song to reach the top 100 billboards not in the in not in japan just overall billboards <laughs> it's it's one nice. of the first songs and it's fucking it's it's well it's you know so be but all right next question from k-dog what should i watch tv or movie recommendations you should watch the chilling adventures of sabrina on netflix and uh, yeah. also walk hard the dewey cox story because i just watched that recently and i forgot how funny that movie is you should watch you should watch um it's not called it's not smallville it's 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 tangentially related to the sabrina show oh riverdale riverdale you should watch riverdale especially when it how off the fucking wall it becomes <laughs> mm-hmm. uh Timber, you got any recommendations? If I'm, I guess I'm, I'm, I'm watching a lot of older stuff right now. But um, if you never watched Adventure Time <laughs> all the way through, especially, <laughs> they're going to say something actually old. Especially the um, a little show called Adventure Time that no one's never heard about. Um, if you've never watched the ending episodes they released recently on HBO that extended the like. So basically extended the finale for Adventure Time. They're all really good. Um, so if you're a fan of that show, that, uh, I think it's called Distant Lands, is really worth seeing. I think also Ted Lasso is really good. I think if you... It if is. You ha- if you have Apple the... TV Plus, go, go, and, go and watch it. Also, would you be surprised to learn that the Ted Lasso fandom is incredibly toxic? Uh, that's... 
that's really weird. <laughs> Considering the show is all about positivity, <laughs> it's about positivity. They get, and be, and, they get mad and when, fi- when they get mad when people yourself. don't like it. They're like, "But it's the best show, and it's just so positive. How do you not like it?" It's like, "See, you're taking it the wrong way now." You're taking it wrong, or like when the ships don't end up. Like I, I remember mm-hmm. a lot of people were pissed at certain ships not ending up. <laughs> I still need to watch season three. I think season three is overall besides one episode is probably the best character work in the in the entire show mm. like a, a lot of callbacks and a lot of payoffs really happen within season three and i and I, 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 I as much as i loved season two and the whole thing with sam and stuff i think season three mm. was really really good character work And let's see. Let's see if anything else. We have one more question. It's from Tofu. Ask me if I'm excited to play Onimusha, Onimusha Warlords. No. I'm not. Gonna, especially if you don't show up. And also to double down on that, and apparently nobody is because Onimusha Warlords HD sold so poorly, even Capcom's low expectations were not met. And they were pretty <laughs> low. And that was available on everything, and no one bought it, and that's why we had no more HD remasters of the rest of the Onimusha series. So, oh, by the way, looking for, forward to playing it for 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 like a dragon. Mm. Uh, so I didn't watch anything about the their their whole live stream about it because I'm like, okay, and now now I know it, it's gonna happen. Time to go dark on it. <laughs> Time to be surprised. <laughs> um, I really hope that uh, Aries in the game. Mm. I really hope they do a physical release of the man who erased his name because apparently we're not getting one of those. What? That's what I keep hearing. Oh god, please. I need a physical release. Man who sold his name, please. Yeah, only Japan's getting a physical version. Well, I guess I'm only going to get the Japanese one. <laughs> that which I don't understand. Like the series obviously it sells well enough physically, like why are they just I mean, not they, doing they, might, they might just do it later on because uh, five was like that originally. Mm-hmm. And at five, at that time, they were just like you know there was the small hit um, following that they were still going on, but five was like oh yeah 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 it's gonna end up end now and then just randomly okay six we have a physical one oh no but by the time six came out um zero was making the round so. Mm-hmm. But that is all of our questions. Thank you for answer- asking questions, and thank you all for answering questions. This was truly a, a time to go in the record books. Whoa. Anybody got anything else to go, or should we go into our goodbyes? Because Timber is almost at midnight 30. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds, right. that, that's the sound I make when I wake up. That's the goose honk. <laughs> That's the call of Delicious Gander. <laughs> well, sp- speaking of ganders and go- gooses, Timber, where can people find you? If you enjoyed everything you heard here, you can find me on twitch.tv slash TimberTaft, where I now have a flex schedule. Please pay attention to twitter.com slash TimberTaft, where I post my schedule, or join the Discord Holy link shit. provided under Twitter. Um, most re- You're actually going to use your Twitter? <laughs> Unfortunately. Um... <laughs> I have been posting my schedule more regularly now that I'm doing this, though. Um, to give you good. By the way, when you post that a day is free, it doesn't seem like you're taking the day off. It just seems like it's an open day to play. 
a different game. <laughs> could be anything. Good point. Uh, feedback taken. I'll uh, think about a different a different way to phrase that. Um, but yeah, so 7 p.m. Eastern time. Day up in the air, but to give an idea, this week it was um, Tuesday, Friday, and Saturday. So. I was going to say, you guys can listen, to, you can come and watch me tomorrow and Saturday, but this episode is going to be gone uh, before that happens, so um, just just pay attention to the Twitter thing. Also, youtube.com slash if you want to see the videos that I posted recently, including lore about World of Warcraft and lore leveling. That is the most recent. It's, 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 it's not a lore. <laughs> what is you that, Ken? You to me. <laughs> you hoodwinked me, Timber. What? You hoodwinked me. I did. I did. <laughs> Deep timber taff lore coming up on the channel. Um, okay. Ken, where can people find you? Did you forget my name? <laughs> I was trying to figure out if I wanted to go for Ken or, or Kyo, and I, I, I got stuck. Well, you can find me on my Japanese music-based podcast called Ongakudu, where we talk about all the latest news and releases about the Japanese music industry. This past week, we talked about the wonderful number 10 hits of the month of May. I, I kind of forgot what, what month I was in. <laughs> of the month of May, and you can kind of take a look at that. Just look up Ongaku to you. You can also look at the website where I talk about the new releases of the Japanese music industry at ongakudu.com, where I also post my interviews for lovely artists as well. You can follow me on Twitter at OTYKen1, where we're talking about Bang Dream, Inaibo, Robico, Heropo, and Joshi Pro Wrestling, and random things about my daughter. Hopefully both, eventually. Where can we find you, Kyo? You can find me on twitch.tv slash securityhunter, Monday through Friday at 8am Central Daylight Time, where I am playing something retro, usually jank jrpgs or horror but we are currently on a star ocean full series playthrough yes all of them yes five all of them at some point might take little breaks here and there but we will be going through all of them this year as much as possible especially leading up to the re-release the release of uh second story r um, outside of that you can find me on tiktok at kyoto hunter twitter kyoto hunter instagram you can find my dog's instagram which is rhubarb borzoi where you can find updated our daily pictures of her but definitely check me out on uh, TikTok. I'm going towards a thousand followers just so I can do more stuff on that platform. And I might start testing out some YouTube streams here and there um, just to kind of like branch out from Twitch because, um, yeah, going to need to probably do that at some point. But yeah, <laughs> more info on that later. <laughs> Uh, this episode will probably be going up on Monday, so if you're listening to this on Monday or Tuesday, next Wednesday, I'll be doing a charity stream for uh, the National Children's Alliance, which is um, they're doing a collaborate, or they're doing like we're doing, or I'm doing part. Yeah, let me start that over. I'm taking part in a charity stream for the National Children's Alliance, uh, raising money for kids, uh, and I'll be playing um, Shadow the Hedgehog as the theme of this of this whole event is Sonic. And I chose classic 3D era, and I think I'm the only one playing Shadow the Hedgehog, so uh, check me out on Wednesday. We're raising money for a good cause there, so you, you should hear this before then. If you're hearing this after, still go and support the other people who are doing the event, because I think it's going up until next Sunday. So yeah. 
Thank you all for listening to this episode of The Potosaurus. We will see you next time. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Mahalos and aloha. Bye.